You're listening to the Saint Sports Network. Network. Ten, nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Saint Sports Network. It's the PIAA football playoff. You're listening to the Saints Ball Playoffs, featuring your Berks Catholic Saints taking on the Cocalico Bald Eagles. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph, on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org, in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net, and CB Realty One. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Rick Hunter and Eric Butcher. Good evening and welcome to this presentation of the Sports Saints Sports Network. Tonight the Berks Catholic Saints take on the Cacalico Bald Eagles in the PIAA Class 4 quarterfinals. This pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen. Visit In-Home Oxygen at 103 Lancaster Ave in Reading. In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-Home Oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-Home Oxygen. Welcome to the Freno Sports Complex as we bring you playoff football here tonight. The Saints and the Eagles come into this game both 6-4 and four on the season. Both teams also did not play last week after having a bye. Kikalico losing to Mannheim Central 42-20 to two weeks ago while Berks Catholic lost to powerhouse Governor Mifflin 42-13. to Mifflin, of course, with arguably the best running back in the country, Nick Singleton. Mifflin finished undefeated in league play for the third straight year. This is the last season of Berks County, I, Berks IC football, Eric. Oh, wow. Mifflin, After all these years? Yeah. So Mifflin jumped out to a 13 and nothing lead in the first quarter in the pouring rain and basically never looked back. Former Saints senior Aiden Galler ran for 213 yards and a pair of touchdowns on 19 carries, while Nick Singleton, Penn State commit, ran for 108 yards and three touchdowns. They didn't use him as much as at the end of the season, I guess maybe because due to the bad weather. Yeah, they don't want somebody like that hurt. Save him for the playoffs a little bit. So his TDs, I mean, he ends up with uh, three touchdowns uh, on the night, but short yardage touchdowns nonetheless. Ultimately, Mifflin was able to use six different ball carriers that night. So the Saints were unable to put any points on the board until the fourth quarter when Luke Hughes bowled his way into the end zone and finished with 31 yards rushing. Christian Cassioni had 82 yards and one touchdown, as well as 17 yards receiving, while J.J. Jordan led the Saints with 123 yards rushing. With the rain falling, ball control was definitely an issue. Both sides fumbled twice, one of which prevented the Saints from scoring inside the five-yard line. And, you know, Eric, you and I were down at Boyertown uh, during that, that yeah. night, and it was pouring down rain. Yep. And ultimately, Jerry Galoff Media for the Saints Sports Network was in the comfort of Jerry's living yeah. room. Yeah, lucky guys. What it did a wonderful job calling yeah. that game, uh, you know, from the TV and the video angle that they had. And, you know, ultimately going against a team like, like Governor Mifflin and Nick Singleton, who is, like, again, I said, you know, arguably the best running back in the country right now. That we've seen for a while. 
and he commits basically out to uh, Notre Dame to start out with, and then he comes home and thinks about it for a minute, and then commits to Penn State. So, uh, you know, somebody to watch out for as he's a like, leading scorer this year, leading rusher, set, you know, broke the Berks County record. And the Saints just a big team, but obviously just didn't have enough to, to put the stop on. And they have multiple backs up there, just not just Nick Singleton, you know, yeah. uh, with Rock up there as well and, and, and putting it to him in that regard. So Berks Catholic, you know, having a really good season this year, going 6-4 and four on the year, playing some tough teams, uh, not able to come out on top. Enough to enter into the 4A district quarterfinals tonight, as they had a you know week off. And you got to think, Eric. I mean, with Calico having a week off, Burke's Catholic having a week off, maybe some time to get some guys healthier to get ready for this big game tonight. Yeah, I mean, having a week, having week off, a couple weeks off at the end of the season can either be a blessing or a curse. It can either be a blessing because injuries, guys right. getting healthy, getting back in the game, or it's guys get complacent. You know, end of the season. I mean, they they put in you know, you know, bumps and bruises. They're ready to move on to you know basketball and wrestling. I mean, who knows, you know, what you have. I mean, it, this might be a tale of first quarter knock the rust off, second quarter get a little bit in the groove. By third and fourth, you know, I think we're gonna have a ball game. Yeah, you got to think. I mean, it, this could go either way. You're either gonna come out hot and fresh, or you're gonna come out a little stale, and both teams could be a little rusty. And, and, you know, you got other teams that had buys this week. We talked about Governor Mifflin a little bit. They had a buy. They also lost two games this year to the COVID shutdowns with Daniel Boone and Reading High. Uh, and now they're heading into the playoffs to run for a state championship. The same as these two teams are here tonight. So, Gats, uh, a quarterback this season, he's at 506 yards passing on the season, uh, 32 completions for 57 attempts. Uh, quarterback rating of 96 percent so a good season at the quarterback spot here for Burks Catholic as Caccione is, has 1,076 yards rushing on the season he's made an appearance in every single game that they played this year all 10 games and he's averaging about 12 yards per carry on 142 touches JJ Jordan with 679 yards rushing this season uh, you know this wing T offense that Burks Catholic runs really proves, you know, to be wreak havoc. We've seen that throughout the Burks area, the different, you know, teams that are still running that old-style wing tee with that buck sweep, the waggle pass, you know, the traps that they run out of that. And you really never know what's coming. So when you have a threat like Caccione, like J.J. Jordan, and then you throw Luke Hughes into the mix, I mean, he's got 465 yards rushing this season. So you got one guy with 1,076, one guy with 679, and one guy with 465. Really bodes well for your offense on the running game uh, and, and gives your def the defense, you know, something to really try to game plan against and how do you scheme against a triple threat like that yeah. in, the, in the backfield. And then you got a quarterback like Gats who can throw the ball down the field, you know. And so Caccione with 192 yards receiving this season and J.J. Jordan with 306 yards receiving this season. Luke Hughes not much on the catching end at the fullback spot with only 22 yards and two catches. So... Burks Catholic now taking the field after a veteran ceremony here tonight on the home sideline. We got a few minutes here as they're getting warmed up, getting ready for kickoff. Cacalico, Bald Eagles are on the field in all white tonight, white helmets, blue numbers, and Burks Catholic in their traditional black and gold, black helmets with their gold pants. We got a game here for you tonight. We'll get ready to kick this one off. We'll take a quick break and come back, get ready for the coin toss and some action. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. 
Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Here at the Freno Sports Complex, as the Saints just had their chain on the field, they're coming to the sideline to get ready for this one. And Eric, out of the rankings in the quad A, they, you know, this year Burks Catholic falls in at 16 and Cacalico comes in at 19. So pretty comparable. I mean, both six and four are both falling into the tail end, try and sneak into the playoffs here. You know, from down in our area, in the pack area where we usually call, Pottsgrove sneaks in at 20, and they have a game here tonight as well in the in the District yeah. 4. And, that's you know, we could see those teams play each other uh, throughout the playoffs here or even as they head into Hershey into the first weekend of December. So, Burks Catholic at 16. Teams that they might face coming up, Bishop, Bishop McDevitt, if they win tonight, is a possibility that they could play. Um... Got to get through tonight here, though, as Burks Catholic, you know, having some t tough time with some bigger teams. We, you know, we we're familiar with the Exeter uh, battle that went back and forth, and that's something that, you know, in that game basically played them was turnovers. I mean, turnovers in that game, turnovers in the Governor Mifflin game, and they got to be able to hold on to the ball. So in Governor Mifflin, you're talking about, you know, the weather conditions playing a huge part in that, right? Yeah. And, and then you come against Exeter and the powerhouse that they have over there and our sister station over there with the Exeter Sports Network called that game and you know you got turnovers against big guys like Jay, you know J.R. Strauss and Joey Schlaffer um, and, and you know Payne over there Colin Payne throwing the ball down the field yeah. so really plagued the Saints a little bit so I'm, I'm sure that the game plan here tonight for coaches hold on to the ball stay disciplined you know make sure we're, we're holding our blocks make sure that we're holding our assignments and, and getting everything you know on the up and up of what we need to do to take it to this tough Calico team as they travel down here from Denver uh, PA. So the, the captains will take the field arm in arm, heading out for the coin toss, and we will see who will receive here. It's about 50 degrees here tonight in Reading, PA at Farino Sports Complex. Beautiful stadium here for the Berks County Saints, Ber Berks Catholic Saints. Yes. Got to get that one right, Eric, <laughs> as we get ready for some league play here tonight. And, you know, you, you can feel that, that the in the air as you walk around that this is playoff, you know, this is November football. This is different than the regular season that, you know, you have something, you're playing for something tonight, and if it doesn't work out, your season is over. So yeah. guys like these seniors here, I mean, you commented, Eric, I mean, yeah. the, the amount of seniors here, you, what would you come up with? I mean, there? they have I mean, they have seven senior starters on mm -hmm. offense, and pretty much the same seven are starting on defense. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's a senior-driven team. I mean, you could see – I mean, it's, it's a different situation than we're used to seeing the big schools with the amount of players on the sidelines. <laughs> but, I mean, I think this team, you can tell they're seniors. You can tell they probably played together a very long time. I'm sure the coach with – it is playoff time, but I'm sure this coach is saying, you know what, it's just another Friday night. We have another game. Let's not look to what could happen or where we may go. Let's just, you know, concentrate on tonight. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of seniors, Michael, you know, Michael Gatz is a senior – uh, Christian Caccione, and we will pause here for the national anthem. Bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. Heavenly Father, send forth your grace upon all gathered for this game. 
Bless these players, coaches, and officials. Give them your guidance and protection and allow your spirit to reign in their hearts. And gracious Lord, when the game of life is over, may they win the most important victory, eternal life with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please remain standing for the playing of our national anthem. So you heard the prayer and the national anthem, and we are ready for Saints football here tonight in District 4 quarterfinal playoff action as the Saints get ready to take the field. And we were talking briefly about the seniors we have here, and one of the good things the Saints still will have next year is they still will have J.J. Jordan next year uh, on the roster to help them out. So you don't lose all of your backs right off the bat. You got Christian Caccione. He's going to leave. Michael Gass is going to leave. They do have a great backup quarterback coming up through in Sherbert. And, you know, so, you, you know, you're, you're going to lose some clutch guys here, but, you know, it, it looks good for the players coming up, the underclassmen coming up here to step in and fill that void. Yeah, a lot of senior uh, leadership. A good lesson. So, Burks Catholic takes the field. They are ready to get this game underway. I think we'll see they, an onside kick this week, Rick. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We saw two of those last week. So, <clears throat> Kikalico will receive the opening kickoff here for the Bald Eagles as they drop back to the five-yard line. Gonzalez will kick this one away for the Saints. And Steven, yeah, Stephen Steven. Flinton will receive deep for the Bald Eagles. He's got a foot through it. It's a low kick down the right side, and it will head out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. So an illegal procedure call on Burks Catholic to get this one underway here at Farina Sports Probably Complex. Probably not how they wanted to start this. Well, I mean, you want to keep it low. You, you worry about who you got back there deep to receive, right? So yep. you got to be able to cover. I mean, again, it's a playoff, so, you know, every, every move counts here. They're, they didn't, they're re-kicking it. They gave him the option, yeah. so they'll re-kick instead of taking the penalty. So Calico wants that ball deep to try and for a run return here as Flinton is back deep again. Senior 5'10", 165 for the Bald Eagles. So back the Saints up to the 35, and that's where they'll set the tee. 
Oh, great for the whistle. He's got the call, set, and it is away. Down the right side again and headed out of bounds, this time at the 25-yard line. So not starting off too well here with the foot game as the Saints. Yeah, he was looking over at Coach. I think they were trying to get it, get something out of that one, maybe have it bounce off a guy and kind of like a squib onside kick. I think the coach just told him to kick it away this time. Well, you know, at, at this point, you're backing yourself up further in the hole, so now you're, you know, all the way back at the 30-yard line on the kickoff. And you're given, I mean, you, you just brought Flinton all the way up to the 20-yard line for Kikalico. And there's a huge gap here yeah, between midfield. Yeah, this is a little bit different of a, okay. They we'll drop back a little, a little bit. now. Yeah, I mean, this is a little bit different of a return setup than I'm used to seeing. So the kick is up. It's short. It's at the 40-yard line where it will be fitted by the Ball Eagles. And he is brought down immediately. Owen Weaver on the reception there for to Calico, and that's where they will start their first series here on offense. William Pess on the tackle for Burks Catholic. And some big boys up here, Eric. Yeah, yeah, I was commenting that before. Some of these linemen, I mean, these, these guys are big compared to what we've been seeing each week. This is a real deal. Yeah. This is a different type of school up here, too, compared to what we're used to, too. So under center. One left in motion, handoff up the middle, right side, off tackle. He'll gain about two on the play. Blake Tatati in at quarterback for Calico senior, 5'10", 165. Handoff to Dane Bollinger up the right side. So a little different offense here is Calico runs basically a triple threat, a triple option in offense here. So they'll spread it out. They got backs in the eye. Tatate under center. Quick handoff, left side, off the guard. He'll break free. He's across the 45 and brought down at about the 42-yard line. That's Anthony Barassa. That was on just the carry. a very well-designed -y designed play, handing it off to the fullback. You know, kind of giving that fake sweep, right handoff, right up, and he went right off tackle. I mean. The offensive tackle and the tight end on this side really did a fantastic job of sealing that edge to give him those extra yards. And they'll come back up to the line. He's got a tight set, one wide right, one back. Motion right to left. He'll draw Burks Catholic off sides. We'll see who this calls on. I mean, he, he went in motion, so it looks like that'll be off sides on Burks Catholic, and it is, so a five-yard penalty. I think they didn't anticipate him stopping to go with the double back set. They thought he was going to keep going and do a, like a sweep. Well, I, you got to imagine with them running up the gut like that, you're trying to bring the gaps, shoot, bring the, the blitz, shoot the gaps, and just jumping too soon. I mean, just too much excitement here, just trying to shut down this offense of the Bald Eagles. So back under center. Motion left to right, handoff, off tackle. He is brought down immediately at the line of scrimmage, and that's a big stop for Burks Catholic here. Trace Brown brought him down. Trace Brown, another senior for the Saints. Yep. Six foot, 170, stops him right at the line of scrimmage here. As Burks Catholic trying to get a stop here on second down, so that'll bring up about a second and five here for Calico with 10.07 left to play in the first. Handoff, left side. He's brought down at 
after about a one-yard gain. He's brought down by Luke Hughes for the Saints. So I'll tell you what, you're seeing a lot of different sets by this offense. They're really trying to, you know, two wings spread out. No one huddle. Back, two backs, no huddle. No huddle on the fly here. So wing left, one left, motion right to left. Hand up off the left side. He's going to break free, brought down at about the 21-yard, 19-yard line. Sorry, 29-yard line. Brought down by Christian Caccioni, and that's a name we've been hearing all season up yeah. here, you know, for the Saints. Big senior, a lot of yardage. I mean, plays both ways. Not another, you know, kid that just doesn't leave the field too often. So Ethan Brown will check in, junior for Cacalico, and he'll head out wide to the right. I'm thinking pass here, Rick. We haven't seen him pass yet. What are your thoughts? I can see them going wide here. He checks in early. Motion left to right. Nope. nope. Another handoff up off guard. Basically bread and butter in play in here right up the middle. Yeah, so man. Anthony Barasa on the carry for the Eagles and the Saints. Not able to stop them after about a two-yard gain, so that'll bring up about a third and three here for the Eagles with 9.09 left to play in the first. So they'll huddle up, talk about this one, try to get something I mean, different running going plays, here. I mean, they changed the, changed the formations, but their running plays are basically off tackle, you know, you know, right in that like. You got a line like they do. Yeah. I mean, they got some big yeah. boys up there, and the blocking is phenomenal. So Taddy on under center, motion left, right, up the middle. And the Saints will bring him down immediately at the line of scrimmage. Looks like they're trying to get that feel there on this series, Eric, a little bit. You know, the Saints trying to basically, you know, close those gaps, shut down this offense on the you know, off tackle or on the interior yeah. line. I'll tell you what, this offensive line, I mean, they're gaining two yards just with their push. And, I mean, on that one, Cacioni came up from the safety position to make that tackle at the line of scrimmage. Under center, tight set, motion right to left out of the wing. He'll move back into the eye, trying to reset. Taddy doesn't like it. Back under center. He calls it out. Now he's got motion. Quick handoff up the middle, and he'll gain about three. Looks like enough for a first down for the Eagles, and that will move the sticks. I'm telling you what, this offensive line, they're getting off the ball. That was that was solely on them. By the time he got the handoff, I mean, he made two steps and had a first down. He didn't really get hit until, you know, well beyond the first down mark. Very disciplined here. I mean, just he's going through a hard count trying to get them off sides, and he's back under center again. Tight set here right in the middle of the field, moving right to left from our vantage. Taddy under center, motion left to right, handoff up the middle. He'll held to the right side tackle, gain about two on the play. So the Eagles able to move the ball with ease here at small increments, but chewing up the clock at the same time with only 7.17 left to play in the first, and they're just taking time off the clock here as they march down to try and get a score in this first quarter here against the Saints. Yeah, I mean, they're just gaining, they're, like you said, they're gaining three, four yards at a pop, you know, uncontested just with their offensive line blocking. So Taddy under center. Motion. Looks like, it looks like the Saints are stacking the line now with six guys. Motion Flinton left to right. Quick flip to Flinton up the right side. He jumps a man. Finally brought down at about the six-yard line. We'll see where they mark this. Might be around a five, but it'll be enough to move the sticks and bring up a first and goal for the I, I have a sneaky suspicion that that was an audible from that quarterback because the Saints stacked the line there with about five or six guys. He faked that handoff with the same play they've been running all the way down the field, and he went boop and pitched it, and right there it was. 
I mean, he, he, he hits the right side, hits the, the you know, the line of, you know, the out-of-bounds line there, and then jumps over a man. And here yeah. we go again. There's seven seven guys on the line of scrimmage for the Saints. So goal line defense. Flinton's in motion, but it'll be handoff up the left side, and the Saints will bring him down hard. Lobos looked like the ball came out there for half a yeah, minute. Yeah, he, he was bobbling a little bit. You can see that they're both trying to hold on to the ball really well, though. I mean, it just really, you know, both hands on it, trying to, you know, it fumbles a problem, and you don't want to see that happen in playoff football here in November. I mean, that's, that's, that could cost you your season right there. J uh, Jacob Calalo, uh, yeah, Calo. Calazzo. Calazzo, junior, one of the few juniors on the team, 6'3", <laughs> three, 300 pounds. I don't want to mess with him. Sadie <laughs> <laughs> under center. He's going to option right up the right side. And brought down to the line of scrimmage. So the Saints starting to get the number here on these inside runs. However, it might be too little too late. They got to come up with a big stop here down to the first. You know, they have a third and goal from the six. You Luke Hughes on that tackle. He's a big boy too. 5.25 left to play in the first. And the Eagles are knocking on the door here. M middle linebacker. Middle linebacker and fullback six, on offense, too. 6'3". Six, six, 225. 225. Big so boy. he's as big as their nose tackle. Taddy <laughs> under center. Flinton in motion. Quick pitch to the right side. The Saints got the number on a cutback, and they'll bring him down. He may have gained one on that, so that will bring up a fourth down for the Eagles here. Fourth and goal with five minutes left to play in the first. So Saints needing a big defensive stand, make a statement here in the first quarter. Try to get a handle on these Eagles yes. and their offense. They're not doing anything fancy at no. all. Just no, some really Saints, good blocking. I, I mean, and exactly. I mean, the Saints, the Saints defensive line needs to get one more step off the ball. I mean, it looks like they may be playing back a little bit from the ball that I'm used to seeing. Um, but that could just be what Taddy you know, taught. Under center. Looks like a pass to the corner of the end zone. Nope, he's covered. He's going to run. Taddy to run and in the end zone for the touchdown. Calico will strike first here at Ferrio Sports Complex tonight in the quarterfinals with 4.23 left to play in the first. Well, big number 71 was in there and shook him loose, and he got, I, I hate to say it, he, he really got hold. I mean, you held, you could see his jersey, come, you know, getting pulled off his back. It almost looked like he, he, he's looking to the corner of the end zone, yep. and he was open. Yep. I mean, if he'd have thrown that corner pass, but he, he hesitated for just a second, yep. so... Cole Roos in the kick, the extra point. It's up, it's through, and it is good. So Calico will take the lead here, 7-0 in the first quarter with 4.23 left to play. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here for Arena Sports Complex as the Saints are set to receive. Kikalico takes a 7-0 lead here late in the first quarter, and they just they, they ate the clock the entire first quarter. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a – that was picture perfect. 
wing T, off tackle running, throwing in occasional, you know, sweep. I mean, that was perfect. So updating some scores here, Governor Mifflin is up 7-0 over Warwick right now in quarterfinal play. Uh, and the kick is up. It's squib kick right up the middle, and it is fielded directly at the 31-yard line as he will have to fall on it. Kevin Oliver on the reception for Burks Catholic, and they will come out. Gats will get them ready to start this series, and I, I don't know. I got to think that they're going to try and get a little speed offense going here with J.J. Jordan and Christian Caccione if trying to get something yeah, moving. I, I think they want to they wanna get – you know, they want to show Kikalika what they got. Time-wise, I don't know that you do the same thing and try to eat the clock using Luke Hughes on the fullback. So Gats under center, motion left to right. He's back. Look, like he won the pass. Not going to go anywhere. And he'll be sacked for about a one-yard loss. Sacked by number 72. So the Saints not able to get things moving here first in the first series. Brought down by Damian Wolf, six foot one eighty for the Bald Eagles. Looked like you wanted to throw, yeah. you know, and and turn the corner. It was fairly decent coverage. I'm not even sure that he had an opportunity to look down the field. Does he look like he just kind of fell out of sequence there a little bit? And not able. To, so he'll try again. Gats under center in this wing T offense. Caccione around the outside. That's JJ Jordan. He's brought back for about a three yard loss in the backfield, maybe more. I'll tell you what, one thing I can say about Kikalico just in this early stages, their offensive line came off the ball very, very quick. Looking at this, their defensive line is all, their their coach practices coming off the ball and getting that first hit. I mean, they were in the backfield and they almost took the handoff away. Yeah, and, and, and very aggressive here. Uh, I mean, the body goes in. In, in the comparison, I think Burks Catholic has the size on the offensive line compared to the Kikalico defense. Not the speed. It, no, I mean, they're just coming off the Gats ball really quick. Looks like he's going to roll out the pass. He's looking down the field. He's got nothing, and he's sacked way back at the 25-yard line, and they will have to punt. Absolutely nothing going here on offense as Michael Gatz can't find his man. Brought down by Owen Weaver for the Eagles, so the fans here are not happy here tonight. I'll tell you what, that is – some fantastic alpha, uh, outside linebacker. Just kept scraping, just kept scraping, just kept scraping. The defensive end did his job to keep pushing, and the, uh, the outside linebacker was just there. High, high snap. Punt is away. It's to the right sideline. Not a very good Way one. out oh, of bounds yeah. at about the 46-yard line. So. And, I mean, this could be a you know one of those things, having a week off with your kickers, their legs are a little, you know, a little, a little funky from kicking all season. So now it's time for the Saints to light up the defense here and put a stop on this offense and, and not let them drive this three, four yards at a shot. I mean, no big chunk plays here until they got towards the red zone. But, you know, you've got to be able to put the stop on here They early. can't afford right now with two minutes left. They can't afford another 10 to 15 play drive again. So Taddy under center, two right. Eyes, backs in the eye, up the middle, and he'll dive for oh, wow. about a five-yard gain. He he tripped on a on he the turf monster got him on that one. <laughs> there was no I mean he he was five yards deep before anybody even was close to him. Anthony Barasa on the carry for the Eagles, so that'll bring up a second and four for Kakalko here down at the thirty nine yard line. 
with 158 left to play here in the first, and it's been all Eagles thus far. Taddy under center, backs in the eye, one right on the left hash. Handoff up the middle and brought down immediately at the line of scrimmage by a host of Saints. Barrasso on the carry there, up the middle, and that seems to be their Luke Hughes, you know, for, 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 the, for the Eagles. Yeah, their outside linebacker Isaiah, or Isaac uh, Pichardo made the uh, tackle on that one, number 19. He's a senior as well. So that'll bring up about a third and two for Cacalico as they are on the Saints' 37-yard line. Taddy under center, one in the backfield, two wings, one far, far right. He's making the call, man in motion, quick handoff up the left side, off tackle. Barrasso on the carry there, and that'll be enough for a first down for the Eagles. Keeping this ball moving here, Eric. I mean, it, the Saints don't yeah. seem to have an answer for the simple bread and butter plays. And if this is the case, I mean, that's not going to prove well if they come out trying to gunsling. And, and Calico's got the ability with this triple option to really do anything they want, but they haven't had to really reach into their bag of tricks here. No, I mean, their offensive line is winning this game for them right now, given their running back. Their, their offensive line is giving the running back. The minute he gets the handoff, he's stepping three yards into the defense right away off the bat. Taddy under center, Longacre in motion, handoff, right up the dive up the middle. Flag and comes in. And that'll be about a three yard gain, but a flag comes flying in high. I think a little we'll motion see. on that one. But if you notice that the Eagles are basically, they got motion in, motion out, and they're, they're resetting. And that really can, if you don't do it just perfect, you're gonna get called in a legal procedure, a legal motion. And that seems to be the case here for the Eagles. They've been perfect thus far, but now it'll back them up five yards. So now that'll bring up about a first and 15 for the Eagles. And, and I don't, they're going to let it run out. I don't know that they'll get this one off before the end of the quarter here. As the clock ticks away, we're down to 10 seconds, and it looks like they're going to let the clock tick away before they call play. Long huddle here, and they'll sit on it. So that's the end of the first quarter here at Freedom Sports Complex. It's Cacalco up 7-0 over Burks Catholic. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. 7-0, Bald Eagles here. Cacalico showing their strength on offense against the Berks, County Saint, Berks Catholic Saints tonight. And the Saints are just not able to put a stop to this offensive line of Cacalico at all. No, I mean, the, the, I mean, both sides of the ball, Cacalico's line is very, very disciplined. They definitely worked on getting off the ball. I mean, that is something, you know, growing up playing offensive line for as long as I have, I mean, that was always something that we were, it was drilled into our head. Um, Cocalico has been doing pitcher per, I mean, they are in sync with every, you know, with the offense. 
Calico ready to get this one started. Now we'll head the other way as we flip sides. They're moving left to right. And Saints getting set, trying to stack the box here. Taddy under center. Looks like he'll hand off up the left side and gain about two on the play. So, again, these short yards plays just plaguing the Saints right now. Not able to get anything going. Nope. Caccioni on the stop there. This is the longest second down that they've had all game. Taddy will bring him back up to the line, get him set on the Saints 35-yard line. He's got one split far right, man in motion. He'll reset. Have not seen a pass here yet tonight. Quick pitch to the right side, but he is met in the backfield hard as Stephen Flinton on the carry for the Eagles. And a nice stop Trace there Brown by came up. Trace Brown for the Saints. Strong safety. So that'll be a six-yard loss on the play for the Eagles. And, you know, you need that right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every play. Got to get, you know. It's seven nothing. Obviously, it's not a you know huge deal, but you got to get your offense on the field and move there. I mean, there. they're chewing up the clock. I mean, that's all they're doing. Yeah, you can't let them do that because Calico will bury you in 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 timing respect. So, Taddy under center, he'll wait for his man to leave the sideline. One far left, two right, and we got timeout. Calico, a timeout here as looks like the Saints are starting to get their number, and they're going to need time to talk about it. So they'll take a timeout. We'll take a quick timeout here. Seven nothing, Calico, 10.40 left to play in the half. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Taddy will bring them back up to the line after a quick 30-second timeout. Back at the 41-yard line of Burks Catholic. They got a man in motion. It's oh, Stephen Flynn. He's back to pass for the first time tonight. He'll roll he's out and sacked hard in the backfield all the way back at the 47-yard line. Jacob Colazzo on a big stop, and that's exactly what the Saints needed right now. And that will be enough to send on the punting unit here for the Eagles. Got to get these guys moving here, Eric. So, Checking area scores. Wilson up 3-0 over Central York. That's a big game to watch right now as Wilson came on hard at the end of the season in their district. So the punt is up, it's away, it is deep and fielded by Caccioni at the 20-yard line, heads up the right sideline, brought down at about the 32-yard line, knocked out of bounds. And got to see Caccioni get a little loose here tonight. We only seen one carry by J.J. Jordan. Got to get number 11 in this. I'll tell you what, number 11 just put a licking on the guy that tried to make a tackle on him. Just got noticed that uh, Exeter is not online tonight, having some technical difficulties over there. 
Really? Yeah, I just got a message from Jerry Geloff from Jerry Geloff Media here that they're having some trouble, some technical difficulties. So we will try and carry that score as best we can over on that end. Gats hands off up the left side to Cacchione. He's driving, breaks one tackle and two. He'll gain about two on the play. Hard fought the whole way. But enough to try to get this offense moving here a little bit. And, and in this case, you're in the second quarter. You want to try and think, you know, <laughs> these small plays are not going to work right now. They're going to have to get yeah. loose. And you got great speed here on a triple threat option between Luke Hughes, you know, Christian Cacchione, and J.J. Jordan trying to get these guys moving with this powerful wing T offense. Right, right now, they, they just need to, their offensive line needs to win the line of scrimmage. Gats hands off up the middle, Luke Hughes, and he'll go nowhere, brought down directly at the line of scrimmage. I, I don't I don't know that I'm calling that play right there. I mean, you want to see what you have. You really haven't had a chance to have your offense not on the with field. The way the, not, yeah, not the way the defensive line's playing right now. But as a coach, you're, this is your second series, unfortunately. Yeah. It's deep yeah. into the second quarter. But you, you got to see what you have, you know what I mean, to try to open that up a little bit. So i got to imagine that, you know, coach is trying to see, you know, what he can get away with with this 4-4 defense. Gats back to pass. Blitz. He's going to have to throw the Cacchione. There's a flag right. thrown. We'll see about it. He will take on a man head-to-head wow, man. Head up at the 45-yard line. Cacchione not taking no for an answer. Brought down by Bryce Nash for the Eagles. We'll see what this flag is here. I got to think it's probably a hold or a block in the back here by Burks Catholic. I'll tell you what, Cacchione for a six foot, 175 pound guy, he runs like a 6'2", 225 pound guy. I mean, he, you could, we could hear his hit up here. And he, once he hit the guy, he drove him an extra two or three yards on the offense. So Exeter up against Mannheim Central, 7-0 right now with 2.38 to go in the half. We'll try to get that score out to the listening area here as they're not too far from us here in the Berks area and a sister station of ours. Unfortunately, Boyertown season came to an end last week, and uh, we got a chance to come on up here, Eric. So Gats, yeah, nice. handoff, Luke Hughes up the left side. He'll take on a man or two before he's pushed out of bounds right back up at the 40-yard line where Cacchione was. And, no flags on the play, so that will bring them back up about three yards shy oh, of the wow. first down. I'm very shocked that they're not going for this right now. I mean, I guess maybe because they're, but your defense you know, stood up in that last time. I mean, but I don't know. Saints will come on to punt playing conservative football here as they spotted that ball all the way back to 35. He must have stepped out of bounds out of my line of sight. And the punt is away. It's a line drive down to about the 30-yard line where it will be down by Burks Catholic. And that will be a change of possession here as Cacalico will start from their own 30-yard line. And this is where you got to get the Saints have got to have a good stop here right now and, and make a statement, get it to get themselves on the board. You know, and historically throughout the season, you know, the Saints are known for putting points up in the first half of the game and doing really well in the first half and then kind of, trailing off a little bit in the second half. And that's going to have to flip here tonight if they're going to have a chance at, you know, having another game next week. As uh, Cacalico coming on strong with this front four. So Taddea under center from his own 30-yard line. He's got one split left. Two backs in the wing. One in the backfield. Motion. Handoff. He stopped. And he is stopped for about a one-yard loss on the play. So, again, Burks Catholic may be getting the number here a little bit. Saints trying to get something going. 
defensively. We saw some highlights offensively. And you know what? And if they don't get that penalty, they, they have a first down and yes. maybe keep this ball moving a little bit. Taddy will bring him up to the line. Saints stacking the box here, trying to put a stop on this interior line. He'll fake the pitch. He'll hand off up the left side. He's got Aaron Longacre and about a two-yard gain maybe on the play as the Saints will put the stop on. Big number 85 there on the stop. Who was that, Eric? That is Tyler Givens. Yeah, Tyler Givens. We talked about him pregame a little bit. He's a big guy out there. Yeah, what is he? I forget what we said. 6'1", 170. He I looks way bigger. He's than not 6'1", no, 170. He, no. He looks way bigger. I love how the, yeah. stats, the stats don't always yeah. match up. So I mean, look at this guy uh, on Kikalgar. He weighs zero pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Taddy under center, backs in the eye. He'll hand off up the left side. He'll break free. He's got Anthony Barasa for about a three-yard gain, and that'll bring up a fourth okay. and short here, about a fourth and four. We'll see what they choose to do here. i got to imagine you're punting. Yeah, maybe you're not. Looks maybe, like, you know, maybe you're going to trust your offense into getting this. Looks like they're going to keep the offense on the field here for a fourth and four. I got to say, you know, you got to call blitz here and stack the box, shoot the gap, try to get yeah, something but going here. Chance to pass. You haven't really seen him pass. Do you, you chance that? But coverage has been there. So quick motion to the backfield. I think they're calling a hard count here to try and get them to draw off sides. And I don't know. Timeout. I don't know they're going to get it. They won't, and they will bring the punt team on. I think that was also a little bit of taking time off the clock. Maybe, but you got to think, you know, I mean, basically, you know, 618 left to play here in the half. They're up 7 nothing. Try to draw them off sides, keep the ball moving that way. You see that the Saints are getting their number on the interior line there and stopping the, you know, I, Taddy can't even get the ball off at this point. So I, I will say, I mean, the offensive line for Cacalico is still doing a very good job of playing on the defensive side of the ball. But the defensive line is starting to use their size and their strength to not get driven so far back where they're making it a little harder for the offense to get yards. So back to punt is Calico and J.J. Jordan and Chris Caccioni back deep at the 25, 26-yard line, respectively. It's a high punt. It's a nice one down at the 30, called for a fair catch is Caccioni. And okay, well, their punter's big. Yeah, I 45. 5'9", 220. Cole Roos, big boy out yeah. there, punting the Rugby ball away player. for the Eagles. So Gats will get them started here at about the their own 31-yard line with 6'11 left to play in the half. And the offense starting to show some signs of life here, getting Caccione involved. Got to put one in the end zone here before the half as they will receive the second half kickoff. They need to, they need a, a good drive here. Maybe they chew up six minutes off the clock. Gats in the backfield. He'll nice. hand off up the right side. Nice fake, fake reverse. Caccioni will bring it up to the 35-yard line and get things moving here a little bit. Trace Brown in on the motion there, trying to get him involved. He'll look for the call. Looks like some miscommunication on the sideline of what personnel is supposed to be in there and trying to get things organized here. you got to get this offense under control. And yeah. 
I'm not sure what happened. I mean, again, we said two weeks off. Maybe they have some rust, you know. Who knows? So 5.33 left to play in the half. Clock is ticking. Gats will bring him to the line in a hurry. He's at the 35-yard line. Tight set. Quick handoff. Caccione up the left side. And I got to feel like if he hits the corner and beats that man, he's gone. But I'll tell you what. He reminds me of Ryder. Ryder yeah, Garris. Yeah, yeah, I, I, want, I want to take a hit. I want to go after the guy. Not afraid of taking a hit Absolutely whatsoever. Not. So Caccione... We'll bring him up for about a third and two here with 5.04 left to play oh, in the half. with his speed, he could have had the edge on that, I, I think. I feel like he cut back too much there yes. and could have taken the edge. So on the left hash, moving right to left. A lot of movement Offside. on the line here. Yeah, I don't know that you call that on the offense. you got to call that on the defense. That's So we got offsides against the Saints moving back, five. Not what you wanted to see is you're starting to get things moving here. You came up with a third and three, and now you're back to a third and six. Got to change the play call, I would imagine, as you're going from short yardage to, you know, a six-yard run yeah. and try to get something. You have yet to have a first down yet this game here, uh, you know, for the Saints, and they, they got to get the ball moving here. They had one, but it could call back. Correct. So Gats will bring them to the line. They got a tight set, one left. But he's in tight. Reverse handoff to Caccione. He'll come up the middle. and I don't know that I like that play call. Brought back to the line of scrimmage. They're trying to reverse, you know, misdirection that we see with that wing T offense and not enough to get the first down. So going to have to bring the punt unit back on. The Saints struggling here. And I got to think that. This is a quick conversation at halftime. I, I don't feel like you need to make many adjustments nope. here. It's beating them off the line. And, you know, just trying to, you know, be more disciplined with your penalties. Yeah. So a high snap for the punt. It's up. High Better punt, punt, punt than last time. He'll call fire down at the 30-yard line, and it'll bounce out. Let's see where they spot this one. Nice punt. And Calico will start this one from their own 21-yard line with 346 left to play in the half. I feel like... So much ball control here, Eric, by Kakalico. This half, first half, is actually moving pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. The whole, I mean, the first quarter was all Kakalico, basically. I think, what, all Kakalico except for four plays. Yeah. And I mean, what this, even this quarter was only all Kakalico except for eight plays, nine plays. Yeah, not a lot going on there. Scores coming in, 22 nothing. Exeter up over Mannheim Central. Looks like things are going well for them there as they're going to try and advance into the next round and we'll see who they play next week taddy under center he's got one split left motion quick pitch up the right side he'll oh, take the sideline and he gets Caccione lays oh, him out yeah. at the 32 yard line i'll tell you what if Caccione wasn't there he was gone he had he had guards and tackles and centers lead blocking and they had he had the whole sidelines and all of a sudden Caccione just came over and walloped him that kid is not afraid to no. hit at all. Something I found interesting, not Berks County football, but watching North Penn uh, this year in for a second place down there, uh, down 21-14 to Ridley right now in the 6A district playoffs. Wilson's uh, tied up with Central York 3-3. Taddy under center, motion from the left. Quick handoff up the right side. He's brought down immediately. I will say we can see, again, like you said, quick halftime talk. Don't really need to talk to your defense. Hey, just keep doing what you're doing now. You, we got their number. Just keep doing what you're doing. Your offense is what you need to work on. 
Saints just need to get something moving offensively here. I mean, you know, Armstead I mean, on the tackle there. They may get there. the ball back. They still have three timeouts. It's still three minutes left, second down and long. I mean, they could potentially still get the ball back. So 3.05 left to play in the half here, yeah, Taddy I mean, on you, the center. You, you want to get the ball back and score before halftime. You want to even this game up before half. Second and nine, quick pitch to the outside. And takes on a man or two and quickly brought down, but not after about a four-yard gain. And that is Aaron Longacre, Longnecker on the carry for these, these the Eagles. Kids, these offensive linemen, and even the defensive linemen, I mean, the nose tackle made the, made the tackle on that play, and he had three offensive linemen that were keeping up speed with him. I mean, these, these kids are fast. No, nobody afraid to take a hit here whatsoever. No. I mean, just, just brawl. Football hits. I mean, typically on you know on a 4A or 3A school, you see smaller stature guys. Uh, you know, obviously we see the amount of players on the sidelines, and the bigger guys are the 6A and the 5A teams. But I mean, these guys are huge. Quick pitch to the right side, and he'll come up to about the 41-yard line. Ooh, I don't. Somebody's hurt. I don't know. We got a birth Catholic player here down on the field. It looks like he's just short of the first down. I'm not sure. They're he's moving the chains. Knee. I hope that's not good. And they will give him a first down as the Eagles will keep the ball moving here with 2.05 left to play in the half. we got a Saints player down on the field, so we'll take an injury timeout. We'll take a quick break. 7-0 Cacalico here at Freno Sports Complex in the Quad A play playoffs here. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here at Freena Sports Complex as we got a player down on the field, and he's moving around a little bit. But looks like a knee, Rick. Um, they're holding his what would be right knee. He looks like he is in pain. He's got his hands on his face mask. I'm trying to get, pick out a number, but I, I just can't see his Too many players right. in front of him from our <laughs> vantage point. Big number 71 standing right in front of him. <laughs> I mean, 6'3", 300 pounds. I mean, I can't see around that kid. So in 6A play, Perk Valley is down 7 nothing in the second quarter right now. Just taking a look here at the Pennsylvania High School Helmet Project off of MikeDragoSports.com who I believe is right next to us in the booth here tonight. Yes, Eric. he is. He's uh, sending tweets right now. So he's coming off hobbling with a lot of help. No pressure, no pressure on that leg whatsoever, and I got to feel like he's not coming back in the game here tonight as Xavier Shafredo not going to come back on right now, and he's going to be attended to by the medical team here. He's a, he's a senior. Not the way you want your season to end here tonight. <clears throat> I mean... They make it to the second round. That doesn't look like an injury that he's going to be able to come back from next week. No. Nothing. I don't know that that – oh, maybe it will. I was going to say, I don't know that that little table is going to hold that guy. Got a massage table here on the sidelines that he takes a seat on. <laughs> so, 2 of 5 left to play in the half. Cacalco up 7 nothing. 
And they just were able to complete a first down here, so they'll keep the ball moving. Saints calling to the sideline. They need a replacement. They got him. Looking for a call. Some confusion. Counting players on the field. And that always seems to happen when you got a yeah. guy that goes out. So Taddy will bring him under center. We got a whistle. We're back in play. One split left far wide. He's back to pass. He's intercepted, intercepted. by number 85. Intercepted by the Saints right at Kikalico's 36-yard line. And that's exactly what Burks Catholic needed to get this thing turned the there other is no way. no way that that kid is 6-1, Rick. Tyler Givens on the pick for the Saints here. I, I, there's no way that he's only Maybe that one. changed the tides here as we got to get this offense rolling. Gats comes in to call this play, and we got a first and ten. Best field position they've had all day. Indeed. So a first and ten from the Eagles' 36-yard line with 151 left to play in and the half. timeouts. Gats hands off to Caccione up the left side. He He'll break free. He goes. He's loose down to the and 20, 10, 5, and in for the touchdown is Christian Caccione. Nice, Brett. A perfect play. Love how, he, love how he sticks the ball out across the goal yeah. line, NFL style. This kid knows how to play. So Caccione puts the Saints up on the board here with 1.42 left to play in the half. I'll tell you what, man. Great, great, great offensive play. If they can come out like that and stay with that momentum, great blocking, great. It was just a great play. Great design right there. So Givens in the kick to PAT as Hess will hold. Calls for the snap, the kick is up, it's through, and it is good. We got a tie ball game here. We got a tie ball game here for Arena Sports Complex. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Wynn by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. Back here for the sports complex, and the Saints have just put themselves on the board to tie this one up. 142 left to play in the half. Let's see how they kick this one, Rick. They struggled a little bit in the first I, time they kicked. I feel like you got to kick it deep, but yeah, I don't see it coming. It's nope. a squib kick across right the, middle, the 50, though. right up the middle, down at the 20-yard line, picked up by the Eagles. One hit, two hits, and finally brought down by J.J. Jordan at the 29-yard line, and that is where Taddy will have to start. Dane Bollinger on the return for Cacalico. So they're calling Olivia on the pal on the, on the uh, PA here, Eric. But I saw JJ Jordan drag him down by his jersey there. Yeah, I saw number 26. So see if Cacalico can try to put some more points on the board. Right now, they're buried at their own 30-yard line. Or Burks to get the ball back. So up the left side on the handoff, and he'll come back to about the line of scrimmage, maybe a one-yard gain on the play. I didn't get the number on the carry there. No, I, I, didn't, I missed it too. On the far side and the left side of the line there. So 
I don't know if this is the time you want to eat the clock as you got basically, you know, you're going to give the ball back to the Saints yeah, in the, the second Saints half. Three timeouts. So now we might see some fireworks here from Kakalico as Taddy's under center. He's got one split far right. They're on the left hash. Motion, handoff up the right side. He'll cut loose up to about the 41-yard line, and that'll be enough for a first down for the Eagles. I think uh, this first down is brought to you by Penn State Health. St. Joseph's on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. I am really shocked the Saints aren't using timeouts right now. They're just going to let this run out. Calico back under center. Less than a minute to play in the half. Motion right to left. Quick pitch up the right side. One tackle missed. Two tackles missed as he dives up towards the 50. He'll be brought down at about the 47-yard line. Aaron Longnecker on the carry for nobody's the Eagles. Calling, nobody's calling a timeout. What rushing to the line here. This is, I'm a little absurd right now. I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so it's out of the center. Yeah, four timeouts between the teams. Handoff up the left side. He's going to cut loose and brought down across the 40 at about the 39-yard line, enough to move the chains again, and that chain crew is moving. Kukalico's got a timeout. The Saints have a timeout. I mean, I guess I understand why the Saints aren't calling a timeout, but... The clock's not moving right now, Eric. I'm not sure yeah, they I completely the understand. Okay. There it goes. The clock's just winding. 16 seconds. And he'll spike it. What? Why? I'm not sure what's going on here either, so, they, you know. Am I wrong? I mean, unless the scoreboard is wrong. Well, I'll keep in track here myself, and they have two, as far as I know, they have two timeouts left, and they're not burning either one of them. Or at least one. They had at least one, because they know they <laughs> called a timeout at least once. But the Saints have three. So a change of personnel here. They're marching down. They're on the Saints' 39-yard line. I, I got to think maybe you try. We haven't seen any aerial game here really at all tonight. Except Just, for the interception. Well, and that was only going to be a quick screen pass. So it's not like he's trying to go down the field. So Taddy under center, one split right, one left. Now there he's back is. to pass. He's looking down the field. Pressure's on, and he is brought down hard for about a one. He came up to close to the line of scrimmage, but still looks like about a one-yard loss. And Tyler Gibbons again. Trying to get the clock stopped here with one point. <laughs> Nine seconds left in the half, so enough time for one play. I don't know if they try to put time back on the clock. It's not the NFL, Eric. No. I don't know if big number 56 that had the knee injury, he looks like he's getting carted off the field in a little golf cart. So bring up a third down here, about a third and 12 for the Eagles. And a timeout on the field. Try to talk about this for a second. Got to see what the Saints decide to do. I mean, you got to be in a prevent. You know you're looking down the field, but then you also have to watch. If you're back in that coverage, Eric, you, you don't want to leave that middle wide open for that dive play. And they've got, and Calico, Calico has the speed to break the sideline. Yes, they do. I mean, right there, they all right, cool. So 1.9 seconds left here in the half, tied up 7-7. Seven, seven. Who knows, maybe they get an interception and run it back. Well, they're in a deep prevent, so they got a, a three-man front and three backers up. One's in coverage. Split far left. Taddy under center. One back in the backfield. Quick pitch up the right side. He's going to try and run. Hits the sideline, and that will be the end of the half. So that will bring us to halftime here for the sports complex. Tied up 7-7. Burks Catholic starting to get a bead here. We'll come back for the halftime show. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Got out of town on a boat. 
In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been emptied. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here at halftime for a sports complex and got a tie ball game 7-7 here as the Saints are starting to get the bead on Kikalko's basically bread and butter offense. It's not like they're trying to do anything special here and I got to imagine coaches having a little talk with them saying like stay disciplined, you got to work on, you know, just being faster off the ball. I mean, how do you not? So they got, I mean, they have their field goal kicker out here kicking field goals here at halftime trying to warm up and, and it might come to that point where you're just at that you know you know it's a 7-7 ball game and you're just battling back and forth in a grid gridiron match here so trying to you know keep your guy fresh in case you just got to kick that three points just to go up for the win here to move to yeah. next week yeah I'm really shocked to see this normally he would come out but I mean, maybe he comes out like a little bit later, but this is, I mean, I think they're they are setting it up to know that this is going to be a tight ball game. It seems like they got their defense dialed in now. They're, they're going to be, you know, hopefully stopping Kukalico a little bit more. And then they can keep going with their offense. I mean, this is going to be a really good game. Yeah, Burks Catholic, uh, it would get something going on, on offense, but just, you know, it's not too little too late. They're going to get the ball back here in the second half. <clears throat> so give them an opportunity to, you know, try to keep punching it down. Cacciani's having a game here on defense, starting to get a little bit of carries on offense. So some area scores coming in here right now is not in the same class, but Governor Mifflin is looking to advance, and that's the talk of the area right now in Berks County is Governor Mifflin, Governor Mifflin is now up 28-14 to 14, uh, and still in the second quarter there, winding down to the half. Exeter Eagles up 29 to nothing over Mannheim Central. Not sure if Jerry got back online there and if Exeter Sports Network is able to bring that game live or not. Um, and in our territory, in our usual territory, 6A, uh, here, Perk Valley is down 14 to 6 against Coatesville. And knowing that that was going to be a tight game for Ethan Kohler and Perk Valley Vikings down there. So some interesting games going on here as they're all looking for, you know, the fight to get to Hershey in December. 
Uh, Central Bucks West is down 14-13 to Garnet Valley. Another big uh, 6A game. And North Penn is down 28-21 heading into the half uh, against Ridley. So some area scores here for you. Some in the Berks County area. Some just in district playoffs. Of some teams that are a lot of interest that are powerhouses this year. I know Warwick is fighting for their bid as well as Governor Mifflin. Uh in the playoff what category. About what about Why am missing? They play tomorrow, okay. so they have home and field advantage uh, throughout Saturday 3A. Games, yeah, yeah, and they only play those Saturday games. So the youth <coughs> youth team for Berks Catholic here is on the field getting some pictures done. It's youth night here for the Saints. Just some mentions here for Division One first team uh, on offense. Berks Catholic had Josiah Jordan make first team as a junior in the Berks area as well as Christian Caccioni will get the bid for all-purpose back first-team offense. And defense, we have linebacker Luke Hughes, we've seen quite a bit of here tonight, as well as Josiah Jordan, J.J. Jordan, Jr. there at defensive back, playing back at the safety spot for the Saints. Some other mentions, first-team J.R. Strauss for Exeter, Trey Rock, for Governor Mifflin at linebacker, each can, you know, respectively there. Obviously, Nick Singleton making the list for Governor Mifflin on first-team offense, but also having their first-team uh, quarterback, Eden Johnson, making first-team all-area there, and Jonah Noggle for Governor Mifflin as well. So, Exeter also making it for Kyle Heim, Lucas Belange, J.R. Strauss, Joey Schlaffer. So, Exeter with five guys right there on the first team offense, all area. That's a pretty great accomplishment right there. To, you know, you got to look at this, you know, division one, first team offense, first team defense, and it's basically the same schools across the board. I mean, yeah. Daniel Boone sneaks in there a little bit. I mean, if Boyertown was just like 10 more minutes <laughs> into, into Berks County, I mean, you'd have we'd have a ki at least our kicker, and we'd have a couple other players on there. I'm well, sure. we talked about it a little bit in pregame, and, you know, uh, this is the last year for the Berks IC, and Eric, you and I played in the Berks IC yes. when we were in high school. And These are the teams we played. I mean, it we is. played on this field when it was grass and a cinder track. It and is. It was holy <clears> game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a different, a different look than it was 20 years ago yeah. here tonight. Uh, so <clears throat> some 4A stuff going on here as Berks Catholic, will, if they can pull this one out tonight, they will face Bishop McDevitt or Northern next week. Uh, looking at the seating, it looks like if Bishop McDevitt pulls it out tonight, Burke Catholic would travel next week uh, as they move to the next round. We'll see how that pans out. Pottsgrove is playing Bishop Shanahan tonight at Bishop Shanahan Stadium. I don't have a score right off the top of my head on that game right now, so that's another game to look for as they could face each other in the final, in the in the semifinals before they head to the finals in Hershey in the first weekend in December. Band plays here as the kickers are kicking from some 60, 50, 50, 60 yard field goals here, trying to warm up the leg. I don't know if they're just trying to keep some guys fresh. Is he maybe just practicing <coughs> is just kicking, and he happens to be kicking towards the goalpost, like to get his kick off better. I, I no, well, see, that's not the same guy. You know, Givens was catching, kicking the extra point earlier, and now you got uh, who is that out there right now? So it is number 13. So Andrew 
Gonzalez kicking senior 5'9", 150, kicking some field goals, and it's not. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure he's only a kicker because otherwise he'd be in there right now in the locker room getting, getting coached up. At. Well, hey, you know what? I mean? Not everything is getting yelled at. I mean, there's some praises here. It, it, <clears throat> this is a tough ball game on both sides of the ball. You yeah. got, you know, Kakalico came out and was able to, you know, push themselves down the field, chew up a lot of time off the clock. A, a whole lot of time. Right. So they bring it down to four minutes left in the first. They fin finally score as they fight, you know, they probably take two minutes just in the red zone. And then, you know, the Saints trying to get something moving here. It's not that they've had the ball offensively very much, but they have that chunk play from running backs like J.J. Jordan and Christian Caccione to try to move down the sideline. And Caccione, he gets in there, he squeaks in that end zone, yeah. you know, pushing the ball right over the goal line just to try to get it in there and, you know, taking a hit on the one-yard line, it does a great job. So it's it's some back and forth. And I think that just looking at this game as a whole, you know, Kikalico is the short yardage, you know, bread and butter plays. We've said it time and time again. And the Saints have big, you know, play capability here that we've seen all season. And, you know, just got to be able to open that up and hold those blocks right now. And we saw that when they played Mannheim Central. We saw that when they played Governor Mifflin. You know, you're playing a powerhouse like Governor Mifflin, who's 5A. But, you know, you held your own. It's just that Mifflin has too much, you know, power and athleticism and talent right there with, you know, Nick Singleton being yeah. up there. And you, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Else. That's all you got to say. Yeah, it's just. It, and they're only right up the road here. That's that's the funny thing, too. They're like neighboring schools. They're kind of like us in Pottsgrove. Yeah. Yeah, so a rival there, but, you know, again, wet conditions. And, you know, if they play Nick Singleton more in that game, maybe that scores higher. And yeah. something interesting is that Governor Mifflin has never scored less than 42 points the entire season in any game. So toward the end of that game, they hit that mark in the fourth quarter and went up and they ended up hitting the mark dead, dead you know, right on at 42 points, beating them, beating Burks Catholic. Um, and, you know, Burks Catholic not able to get in the end zone until the fourth quarter with Luke Hughes on a short yardage play. So here at halftime as the band plays here for the Saints, trying to get things moving, waiting for them to come back out. we got about seven minutes until kickoff, and we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back for some more halftime talk. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here at halftime for Arena Sports Complex as the Saints try to get ready to march one in again here in the second half. They get the ball back. We got to get something moving here for them. So we talked briefly pregame about some of the teams and how these teams started. So Kikalico starts off their season against Conrad Weiser, who's an aerial team. They throw the ball quite a bit. They come up with a win 36-21 against them. Then they go against Governor Mifflin, and they lose 56 to nothing against Governor Mifflin. Wow. So, again, we just we just touched on it a minute ago. You're looking at a Governor Mifflin team two weeks ago in the rain at the end of the season. They've already got a first-round bye pretty much locked up for the playoffs, and you got to see the difference right there. I mean, these two teams we're watching tonight are pretty evenly balanced. 
Governor Mifflin beats Calico 56 to nothing. First Catholic able to put some points up at the end of the game against Governor Mifflin in uh, you know, a monsoon bowl, if you will, um, and, and you know basically shows that they can do whatever they want. They Now, Calico is able to beat Warwick late in the season, 27-21 uh, in a barn burner there on an, you know, late October. So Calico has some power. They came on late in the season, same as you know some other area teams like Warwick and Wilson, Burks Catholic, play some tough teams throughout the season. They play Pope John Paul and win there 47-40. to 40. Now, Pope John Paul went ahead into the Pac-12 finals and ultimately ended up losing to Park Valley, but put up a good fight nonetheless. Uh, so a good team, well-rounded team there in the Catholic school area. They lose to Malvern Prep 37-7 to 7, and, of course, beat Muhlenberg 42-6. to 6. And Muhlenberg just got their first win in 28 games two weeks ago. Uh, against Reading High, who was just struggling this year with, you know, discipline and COVID shutdowns, and they were shut down for two weeks, so really, you know, hurting them. And then Burst Catholic again, like we stated, they played Governor Mifflin and lose 42 to 13 in that game. So again, even you know, fairly evenly matched teams here that we're watching tonight, just different styles of their offense and things that they're capable of with their personnel. So Calico's stats here, Taddy plays all 10 games. He's 412 yards passing, and Longnecker, 205 yards rushing this season. Taddy runs the ball himself for 205 yards, and Flinton runs for 165, and Weaver runs for 105. So that, Those stats are going to change kind of, I mean, it sounds like we're going to see some, we see, we've seen some different running backs from the stats show. Right. Yeah, and, and there's some guys that they have, they'll use that we haven't even seen touch the ball here tonight. Yeah. You know, I don't know, and I, I see them in the game, so it's not that I don't see them in the game. I mean, Longnecker's run the ball a few times. He's got 205 yards rushing all-purpose yards, you know, and, and 50 receiving. So he will touch the ball, but we've only seen him touch the ball about four times here tonight. I mean, we've seen Barasa more than anybody, I think, tonight, number 20. Anthony Barasa, and yeah, you see him, yeah, in motion quite a bit for Calico as well. Waiting to get things started here. About two and a half minutes left to halftime. Burks Catholic gets the ball back in the second half. Got to get something moving here offensively. At this point, late in the game, I think uh, the Saints give it to your seniors. Let your seniors do it. Give it to Cagione, give it to, you know, all, you know, who else we got? Uh, I mean, J.J. Jordan's a, a junior, but let him run with it. Give it to Luke Hughes, you know, Taylor Givens. Just let those guys go nuts. Yeah, I got to feel like right now it's working on the outside with Cagione. You know, get let, use his speed. We haven't really seen much from J.J. Jordan tonight. Uh, and, and some definite schemes going on here on the kickoffs. I mean, we haven't seen one deep kickoff from either team here tonight. No. So, you know, definitely trying to scheme in a way that they're both respecting the fact that they both have backs yeah. that have raw talent and raw speed. And, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, maybe you move – Cacione and J.J. Jordan up on the kickoff and, you know, move, move Hughes to the back yeah. and, you know, use some of that speed and force them to kick that ball deep. You know, I've heard that on some previous broadcasts with Mike and Ryan, uh, you know, it's just, just scheme-wise, but you don't know what Coach has in mind I here. Mean, I mean, as a, as a senior, I mean, yes, you're correct. I mean, as a senior, 
this could potentially be your last quarter of football for your life. Last half. Yeah, I mean, last half. La yeah, last half of football. I mean, so, I mean, that's weighing heavy on these kids. I mean, you know, being seven, se 16, 17, possibly 18, um, it's weighing heavy on these kids. I'm, I'm sure it is. I, I mean, I don't know with us not calling these teams all year. I don't know what kind of offers or if anybody's committed to Burke's Catholic. So, I mean, some of these kids, this is their last last time running out on the field after halftime. So the teams are taking the field. They will line up in their circle traditionally for their stretch. Just a quick area of scores that I'm just checking on here on MikeTragoSports.com as Governor Mifflin has hit their mark already in the second quarter, up 42-14 to 14 against Warwick. And they looking very good like they're going to make it to the next round here and continue on for the state title. Exeter Eagles up 29-0 over Mannheim Central. And got a refresh here. Getting warmed up on the field for the second half. Let me see here. So Quakertown is tied up with Downtown East 21-21. North Penn is tied up with Ridley 28-28. They got a tough game down there in Ridley here tonight. Emmaus down 7-0 to Parkland. Ooh. That's a big game yeah, we that, talked that's about. that's a big game for the Allentown area. I mean, Emmaus, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think, um, was it Burke's Catholic that played Emmaus the first game this year? I didn't see that. <clears throat> so getting them warmed up, we'll get ready for kickoff here. It was. So, yeah, they played Emmaus, and they beat Emmaus 46-12. Now, Emmaus was the team that I believe played... I don't know if it was Kutztown or who they played. They won like 76 to 12 or something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Emmaus has always been – I don't know if we played them when when you were Didn't. in our class. No. But I know my my uh, junior and senior year we played them, and that was always a rough game. They they are a big school. I mean, they always have a big turnout. I mean, I played semi-pro with some, you know, some really good guys up there, and they're they're a fantastic school up there. So Eric and I usually down at the Bear Sports Network calling for Boyertown. We're up here, got the pleasure to call the Saints here tonight. And Eric, a previous semi-pro football player, Eric and I played football at Boyertown High School back in the 90s, Eric. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think back there. <laughs> wow. And Eric just had a 40th birthday, yeah. so happy birthday Thank to you, you, Eric. Thank you, yes. Thankful to have you here as my co-pilot. Yeah. And my stepson here tonight, Kieran, nicely today is his 16th yeah, birthday. So happy birthday to Kieran. You knew I was going to do it, kid. So got his got his learner's permit today. And now if you live in the Pine Forge area, yeah, please be scared. Road, stay off the roads. Be scared. I'll so be moving my, all my yard signs back. I'll be fighting sure. for that emergency <laughs> brake on the passenger side here. He took him out last weekend. He did I, a I'm, great you job. Know, of, all, you know, of all the years, you know, me and you have been friends and playing football together, it's nice to actually – you know, you mentioned about this is the last year for the Burks IC, us playing in the Burks IC. It's nice to be able to call a Burks team yeah. that, you know, isn't going to yeah. be in the IC anymore. And I get a chance to actually follow the Burks area quite a bit. You know, we're right on the borderline yeah. between Burks and Montgomery. I live in Burks. Yeah, <laughs> and I do as well. Yeah. So, you know, getting that opportunity to be a part of Burks County football and what's going on up here with – you know, the Governor Mifflin teams, the Burks Catholic teams. The you know, teams we played. Yeah, absolutely. And Conrad Weiser and all the things that Daniel we like. Boone. Yeah, Daniel Boone that we get to talk about. Daniel Boone was the team that we scrimmaged in the beginning of the year sometimes. And, and Pottsgrove, too. Yeah. Who's also in the quad A playoffs here. First game of the season. First three games were always Redding, Wilson, and Conrad Weiser. Conrad Weiser. Yep. yep. So we'll get ready to kick this one away, get the second half started. 
Cacione and JJ Jordan back deep to receive. Waiting for the whistle here for the kickoff. We got to see what the game plan is here. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see this. I mean, we're used to seeing Foskey just booted away. <laughs> so, Burks Catholic on the right end zone, and it's a squib kick up the right side. Picked up at the 25 yard line. He breaks free, brings it up to about the 36 yard line where he's brought down by a host of Eagles. And it's Trace Brown on the carry for the Saints. So Gats will have to get this one started from about the 36 yard line. And we gotta see if they come out with more speed. I mean, try to punch one in quicker. Do you chew up the clock? I don't think the no, chewing up the clock is really working for them. No, I think what you do is try what Kakalico did. I mean, again, I, it is high school. I don't know what kind of teams, you know, work the no huddle. I mean, we always did. We always had a no huddle set when we were there. You know, when we were in school, do they come out no huddle and just tire the team out? Quick handoff up the left side, brought out of bounds is J.J. Jordan at the about the 41-yard line, so this about a six-yard carry there. These, these Burks Catholic kids are not afraid to hit. Not at all, and they have the size and the speed yeah. too. So, you know, you got to imagine if you're, you know, scheming your defense on the Cacalico side that you 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 got to be ready to take a hit and you got to be aggressive. And this is a hard-fought, you know, Ironman football game here tonight as it is the playoffs in the time you play in November. So Gats will hand off up the left side to Cacione, and he will be brought down directly at the line of scrimmage, driven back maybe for about a two-yard loss. If they hold the blocks there on the left side, maybe he's loose on the short side of the field. So Toby Halderman on the stop for the Eagles, and Gats will get the call directly from the sideline, bring a man in with him. Isaac Pichardo comes in to the game here for the Saints. Another senior. So the Saints from the 40-yard line, that'll bring up about a third and six. Gats, he's rolling out the pass. Nope, he's going to keep it. He crosses the 40, up to the 50, across midfield. Still Good on going. his feet, fighting all the way down to the Cacalico 40-yard line. And Gats Big getting play. involved in the running yeah. game here. I'll tell you what, even the quarterback laid a licking, you know. Normally quarterbacks like shy away from that. Looks like guys. he was brought down almost at about the 45-yard line. But again, driving his feet, keeping moving, and he'll take it all the way down to the Eagles 40-yard line. That's a first and 10 for Burks Catholic. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Leo Egby dra dragging people. So this first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Gats hands off left side up to Cacione. But he has met one yard behind the line of scrimmage and getting up a little bit slow there. But he will get back on his feet and head to the huddle. So a hard shot in the backfield. That will bring up a second down on a one-yard loss. So a second and 11 for the Saints here on the 41-yard line of the Eagles. I think right now you just got to keep this momentum going. Just quit some quick offense. I like seeing Gats run the ball. I mean, do you want to put your quarterback in that position? No, no. more than likely not. But we've seen that quite a few times this year, Eric, in games that we've called. Yep. Yep. And that the quarterbacks are just as powerful as your running backs. So J.J. Jordan in motion. He'll take the handoff up the right side. He'll break free. He's still on his feet. And with forward progress, probably gains four on the play. Not enough for a first down, obviously. I mean, at this time, I mean... I think you have to go for it if you get fourth down, Rick. Fourth and short, you got to go for it at this point. So a third and seven right now, and now they're on the right hash as they're moving right to left and the far side of the field toward us. So I don't know if you see Givens go split far left and see what he can do, or you run the waggle. Right now you got 
One man split to the right. Quick pitch up the left side. He breaks through the line and brought close to the first down, but not quite enough. This will be about a yard short. You, you, I think you have to go. Oh, yeah, this you're in, this yeah. is four-down territory down here at the 31-yard line. So Stoffer on the stop I'll for the Eagles. Really made, he, he earned those yards. He made that first guy that had him dead to rights three yards in the backfield. He kind of said, nope, not right now, and pushed him to the side. Well, this is what you got in playoff football. I mean, you, you know, when you play in November, it's lights out. I mean, there's there's no tomorrow here. So, you know. Maybe forever for some Pichardo splits far to the right, Gats under center. He's back to pass. Nope, he's going to try and run it. He'll get the first down and some more. He'll break two tackles, brought down at about the 22-yard line. So Gats will take the first down, and he's got to take this one into his own hands here. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really seen a completed pass downfield at all yet tonight. No. So, Except for an interception. <laughs> right. And, and the interception was at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So you've got to look at this game and realize that this is going to be a hard-fought running football game because the secondary is on both sides of the field. I mean, you got J.J. Jordan back for the Saints. you got some. You got a great secondary here for Cacalico, and they're shutting this down. So yep. it's up to the quarterbacks. Basically, I'll tell you what, these offensive linemen are going to be tired tomorrow. Gats under center. He's got motion from Jordan from the right side. He'll set up. Quick handoff to Luke Hughes up the middle, and he's oh. met directly by the entire defensive line. So that'll be a no gain on the play on that first down. And that'll bring up a second and nine. So I guess they gave him a yard on the spot. So forward progress brings it up second and nine for the Saints here as they're driving. They're on the Eagles' 23-yard line. And this is a situation where you've got to score if you want to play next week. Yes. 7.50 left to play in the third quarter here. Saints are driving. Gats under center. Quick handoff to Luke Hughes up the left side. Nope, it's Cacione. And ball comes loose. We'll see. This is the problem that the Saints have had. Cacione got it. And it's still Saints ball. Cacione's got to hold on to that ball. And we've seen that, you know, they had two fumbles last week, a number of fumbles against Mannheim Central. You know, I mean, we've seen that quite a few games that we've called this year, Rick. It, you know, ball control has really been struggle for a lot of teams. I feel like you're right. You're, you're dead right. And I feel like as a coach, this is one of those situations where I'm going to give a ball to a running back and make him carry it around the school all day long. Yeah. You know, I mean, Gats under center. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got a man open on the left side. Nope, he's got Caccioni on the left and brought down uh. hard at about the 21-yard line. I mean, it looked like to me he had Luke Hughes open, wide open on the right. Yeah. And he had his man in his head. But, you know, to do that, he rolls, he's a right-handed quarterback. He rolls out to the right. He's got to throw across his body. So he squares up and gets it over to Caccione in the flat for a quick bubble screen pass. Not seeing much out of the waggle here in this wing T offense here tonight. We'll see what they come up with. Now we've got a whistle on the field, and looks like there's a – Official timeout? I'm not sure. What is going on? We got a, an officials conference here That's at the. That's a back judge ran all the way from the back of the end zone. It's like he's checking his watch. I'm not sure what the call is here um, after a quick conference on the 35-yard line. 6:28 left to play in the third. Can't get an indication here as what the problem was as the back judge will make his way back to his spot and the sideline judge to his. Kekalico waiting in the wings. Gats brings him up to the line. 6.28 left to play in the third. Tie ball game, 7-7. Right here is the make or break. They got to get this. What is going on here? 
And now they're coming back to the huddle again. Because they got to wait for the play clock to start, I think. Because the play clock's at 25. So a call up to the press box yeah, here. Yeah, they're, they're adding time 6.57 instead of 6.29. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so 6.57 left to play in the third. A little miscommunication between the officials and the press box here. First Catholic still in the huddle talking about it. Gats will come back onto the field after talking it over with Coach. They're at the Eagles 21-yard line. He's got two split to the right, a different set that we've seen here all night. Gats is back to pass, rolling out. Now we got the waggle. Good block by Luke Hughes. And it is broken up, pass intended for J.J. Jordan. And that just had almost no hope whatsoever. So fourth down here, broken up by Ethan Brown. So who's so down? Somebody's hurt. So another injury on the field. Burke's Catholic. <clears throat> looks like a Saints player on the far end of the field um, here. That looks like Luke Hughes, Rick. So that would be detrimental to this offense here right now as he is somebody I'm, that you I'm, don't want to lose. I'm 95%. I see 44 on his jersey. 6.51 left to play here in the it looks third. looks like it just might be a cramp because they're working his calf. Maybe he just got a cramp coming back from halftime. We'll see. We got an injury timeout here, so we'll take timeout as well. Tied ball game 7-7 as the Saints are driving from the 21. Fourth down. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. Back here after an injury timeout, and indeed was Luke Hughes, but he is walking off under his own power with no help right now. <clears throat> Maybe just a, a muscle pull or something there, but got to get him off. It kind of looked like his calf. I'm thinking with that gentleman's size, I'm thinking somebody <laughs> yeah. went low and put a helmet on yeah. his calf. So he'll have to stretch it out and come out for one play. At least we'll see if he comes back on. That's pretty detrimental to this offense right now. But he's heading over far to the sidelines. I don't think he's coming right back on here at all. So Gats will bring him under center as we got a whistle. We're back in play here. Gats making the call. Barasa on the carry there. So, Calico ball here, heading the other way, not able to convert on fourth down was the Saints. We switched sides, a little confusion there with the injury. Second and nine for the Eagles. 6-17 left to play in the third. Burke's Catholic really needed to pull something off there, and that was pretty yeah. clutch in that case. So, Taddy under center, motion from left to right. Handoff up the left side, off tackle. And we got some late hits happening here. No flag flying yet, though. 
No. Caccione on the stop for the Saints. So that'll bring up a third and two for the Eagles as they're trying to dig themselves out of their own territory here and the Saints trying to put the stop on, make a statement, get the ball back in their Eagles territory. Motion right to left, handoff up the left side and probably enough for a first down and it will be enough to move the chains here and we got a whistle on the field. Another injury. <clears throat> And this time it looks the like it's on the Calico side. Number one looks like his ankle. Aaron Longnecker. So we just briefly talked about him at halftime as one of the lead backs for him. So you don't want to see this, you know, for either team this late in the season with the chance of, you know, advancing. Well, like I mean, you said, I mean, you got to work them out when you're off on a bye week and hope that <clears throat> you can keep them fresh. But, you know, you don't get a lot of hits and you got to keep things rolling here. I mean, we talked about that. With, you know, Nick Singleton only got so many touches when he played you know, two weeks ago, and then he comes into a playoff game here tonight. Obviously, they're doing well. They're up 49-14 over Warwick there. I'm pretty Mifflin. sure by now he's they've already backed him down, and he's not carrying as much. Well, he's got all the area records, that's for sure. So, yeah. I mean, he's always on everybody's, you know, tongue around the area. So, trying to get a scoring update here for Exeter. Last I checked, they were up 39 to no 36 to nothing at the half over Mannheim Central. He's up and limping off the field. So a good sign there. So some more scores. Coatesville up 21-6 to at the half over Perkham and Valley. Quakertown up 28-21 to over Downingtown East as the scores continue to update here from MikeDragoSports.com. Wilson is trying to keep themselves alive. Came on big at the end of the season, but are currently down 11-3. to 11-3. Uh, so we've seen some interesting scores yeah, this like year. Yeah, 6-2? 6-2 to two on the <laughs> ONJ game not long ago. So Taddy under center, they're back in play. He's got two right, split one, split left, backs in the eye. <clears throat> He's back, that's got a screen pass up the right side. Uh. He'll take on a man or two across the 42 yard line. And that is Stephen Flinton's senior for the Eagles. JJ Jordan on the stop at about the 40 yard, 41 yard line of the Eagles. So again, Chewing more time off the clock here, Eric. I mean, you got to put a stop into him somewhere. You know, I don't know if you bring a backer up and hit that flat pass when you see two right. I mean, Cacalico's only throwing the ball when you really have yeah, I mean, multiple I, receivers. I don't know what you do at this time. I mean, Cacalico's coming out. It looks the same, but they're doing different things. It's really a weird type of offense. Taddy in a real tight set here, strong on both sides. Everybody's in. He's under center. Handoff up the left side, but he's met at the line of scrimmage and may have lost a yard or two on the play. Yeah. And we'll see how they spot this. Colazzo on the stop for the Saints. So a third and one here for they the Eagles. A yard on that one? I thought he had a loss on it. I really did. Interesting spot. So tied up here 7-7. Seven, seven. With 3.54 left to play in the third. Now the third quarter dragging a little bit more than we've seen all night. Still early. Tade under center. Another tight set. Nobody wide. Two wings on the right side. Single setback. Handoff right side. But he is drilled in the backfield immediately by Keccione at the 40-yard line. 
So that'll push them back for about a fourth and three for the Eagles. And I got to think they punt here. Yeah. It looks like they're bringing the punt team on. Too close of a game to take that gamble. I mean, there's three minutes left in this. I mean, this has to be the fastest game that we've called all season, Rick. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not, not it's, it's not Pottsgrove for, it's for not, overtimes. Not even 8.30 yet here, and we're pushing down really? to the Yeah, we're pushing down to the there's end. There's only three the, minutes left. So trying to get a man off the field before they snap in the play clock, and that will he will not do it, so that will be too many men on the field for Kikalico. Back him up five, and the Saints love it. You know what's pretty cool, Rick? I just noticed a pagoda. Anybody that's familiar with Reading, we got the we got the pagoda right in front of us. It is directly above the visitor stands. I did not see that. Yeah. A little focused on November football here, Eric, because <laughs> I missed that one. So, Cacione and JJ Jordan both got two guys back deep I, on this punt. I'm trying to get into the black and gold, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Boyertown guy. What so the I punt say? is up. It's high. It's not, not long at all. He'll call for a fair catch after he's touched it. Caccione will field it at that about the 42-yard line. That was a very chancy run up to catch that one with everybody around. If he bobbles that, that's going back to Cacalico. Or for a touchdown for yeah. Cacalico. So he comes up, fights through the line, gets knocked around a little bit, and still calls for the fair catch at the 42-yard line. Uh, that, that might be one I'm calling poison on and let that one drop. But nonetheless, able to get a hand on it as Gats will bring in and command his troops from the 42-yard line and try to get things going here and get points on the board. we got a hard-fought game here at Farina Sports Complex. One split far left is Givens. Caccione in motion. Looks like Hughes is back in the game. He'll take the dive up the middle and fight for every yard. He'll gain about three on the play, showing no signs of that injury whatsoever looks like he's losing his mouthpiece along the way going back to pick that back up so 219 left to play here in the third looks like that'll bring up about a second and seven for the Saints and I gotta imagine maybe you're pitching something out to Caccione we haven't know. seen a whole ton from JJ Jordan tonight no. he'll line up in the wing on the right side now he'll switch to the left Gats under center, Jordan in motion. Handoff up the left side to Cacione. He bounces off, oh, and the ball comes loose, Gats and I got to say, yeah. that's Cacalico ball. He ran into Hughes. Hughes. Hughes met and was trying to block and, Yep, and it's Cacalico ball. So another fumble here for Cacione tonight. Not able to hold on to the ball, and it will cost them dearly as Cacalico will take over on the Saints 45 yard line. Yeah, he what happened was he he was getting out, he had the room, he ran into Hughes, then he got hit by a Cacalago player and the ball just sprung right out. Not expecting that hit to come from the back, you know, end of him and not able to hold on to the ball, having it pop right out. And that's again, you know, got to hold on two hands all the way and that's two fumbles here for him tonight. Unfortunately, this one him not able to hold on to as the Eagles will take over at the now 46 is where they spot this of the Saints. Taddy under center, one split far left, double wing, single setback. Burks Catholic trying to put a beat on it, looking for the run. In motion, handoff, up the middle, Stop and the Saints hard, just yeah. drive on top of him for about a two-yard loss on the play. Okay, what, from the very first play of this game until now, the defensive line has made a huge turnaround. I mean, they're playing now on the offensive side of the ball compared to 
the offense playing on the de defense side of the ball. So that'll bring up about a second and nine and a half, if you will, for the Eagles here from about the 46-yard line. Taddy under center, Flinton in motion. Halfback pass, he's looking down the field and way overthrown. That's a pretty nice ball, though. It's a good ball from the halfback there. Bollinger, the intended receiver on that. I can't get over that. There's only one minute left in the third. Coverage by Pichardo. So a third and ten here for the Eagles from the 45-ish. <laughs> they keep moving the ball around here, Eric. I, it was at the 46. Now it's like almost on the 45-yard line, and there was no gain on the play. So I'm not really sure what's going on here with the spot. I don't so. think they know. <laughs> so Daddy I've under center, double wing. The, I've been trying to be good on the rest, Rick, and now here you go. Get me off the Flinton in up. motion. Flinton will take the ball in the backfield, but the Saints anywhere. are all over him loss. back at the 45-yard line. As there's a pile on top of him. Let's see where they spot this ball. As the third quarter winds down, that'll bring up about a fourth and 11 for the Eagles, and they're going to have to punt this one away. Let the time run out. They're going fourth quarter. I don't. We'll see here if they're going to turn this one. I think they're going to try they and could, punt this one away. I mean, they could take a delay a game, though. I'd let the clock run down. So Jordan and nope. Caccione deep to receive. It's a long straight punt. Caccione calls for it. He's got it at the 15-yard line. He's breaking one tackle, two. He'll fight all the way to the 25 and bring it back for about a 15-yard return. Gats will have to take over from the 25 with 20 seconds left to play in the third. We still got a tie ball game, 7-7 here, and it's just back and forth, back and forth. I don't know, Eric. We sat... We called a, a four-overtime game once this yeah. season. What are we looking at here tonight? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, both teams have both all their timeouts left. I mean, you got 20 seconds left. I mean, you got to think Caggione is going to want to redeem himself. I Do mean, you, he, he you know. breaks free one time, and that might open up, you know, the gateway yeah. for them to actually, you know, just, just take off with this. So we'll see what coach calls as Gats comes up under center. Not seeing anything from the gun. And a quick Next handoff. Nothing else. Hughes. Hughes on the dive. I, maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe one, if possible. Maybe. I got to question the dive call here. I mean, you're you're winding down. This will be the end of the quarter, but you know, yeah, I don't you know, know. kick it to the outside. I'm not sure. So that'll be the end of the third quarter here at Farina Sports Complex. We got a tie ball game, seven seven. The Saints have the ball. Be second and, and ten when we come back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Wynn by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty One, 267-421. 3504. Back here at Freeman Sports Complex as we will change sides and now the Saints will move from left to right 
as they're going to try and dig themselves out of their own territory on a second and nine. Gats will have to get something going here if he wants to put some points on the board and take this to next week to the next level of quad A playoff play here in November. Trying to fight their way to a state title. Perks Catholic ending up the season six and four. A bye last week. Now in this week against a tough Calico team here, which is yeah, they, have a, they have an uphill battle, either one of these teams. I mean, they're good teams, but to, to get to a state championship game, th these two teams are going to have to face each other. hands off to Luke Hughes up the right side off tackle, and he won't, he'll won't he gain about one, yeah, maybe I don't, two. Yeah, I don't know these last two play calls, Rick. It's just they don't make sense to me. Yeah, i got a question why you know you don't try I to mean, go to the speed. I mean, we're not down there. And we got another injured Saints player here on the field. Not Hughes. I'm thinking that's big number 71, Rick. So some more area scores. Wilson still stuck at an 11-3 deficit under Central York. And Exeter not able to get the live broadcast going there tonight with some internet issues in the stadium at Mannheim Central. Still up 36 to nothing. They were at Mannheim tonight? They're at Mannheim tonight. So... Exeter still up 36 to nothing, looking like they're going to advance to the next week. And just checking some other area scores here on MikeDragoSports.com. Governor Mifflin up 49 to 14 over Warwick. So some te Berks County teams doing quite well, trying to advance to the next level. Yeah, that was big number 71. That I hope to see him back. He's been a powerhouse on the O line and the D line tonight. Looks like maybe another cramp. Seen that a lot here tonight. I don't yeah. know if it's from, you know, not it's playing. It's not the heat. It's <laughs> definitely not the heat, no. So Parkland up 7-0 over Emmaus. Another game that we're watching closely. Yeah, I just realized, Rick, this, this is going to be our last game of the year. <laughs> well, we'll see what Burks Catholic does here tonight. I mean, for us, me and you. We'll see what Burks Catholic does here tonight. You never know what Jerry might need from us <laughs> moving yeah, forward true. for the rest oh, of the yeah. season. Gats under center. Handoff, Caccioni around the right side. He's met by one, two guys. He'll break a tackle or two, but not enough for a first down. He'll gain about three. That'll bring up about a fourth and four, and the Saints will have to punt. Another Cacalico player slow to get up right now is Owen Weaver in yeah, on the stop. I don't, I don't know about – I mean, uh, again, I'm not on the field. I'm not on the – I don't know the players as well as the coach does, but I don't know that I agree with this first two, two or three plays. I think maybe that last play you would have tried the first down, you know. 36-8, Exeter, 7.50 left in the third. Nice punt. Great punt down the left sideline, and it will continue to roll for Burks Catholic all the way down to the 25-yard line before it is finally downed by Marvin Amstead. Calico will take over at their own 25-yard line. Tied up 7-7, 10-48 left to play here in this contest. Unless I, I worry I worry right now, Rick, with Calico getting the ball back with 10 minutes left. We've seen them chew a lot of time off the clock. I mean, they have a lot of field to cover. They can chew up a lot of time, and I worry about that. Yes, both teams all have – there's all six timeouts left, three for each team, but I worry about the uh, – I worry about them chewing up this time and not giving Burke's Catholic a chance. Right. Calico up the line. Taddy. He'll keep it up the left side. 
He'll gain about one. So these defenses, you know, playing tough here on the front four, front five, not able to let too much happen. First Catholic's defense coming on strong, just need the offense to get something cooking here. Try to get those power plays moving with Caccione and J.J. Jordan, who we've not really seen a whole lot of here tonight. Taddy under center, one split far right, two wings, single setback. Second and nine. He's calling an audible. Quick handoff, dive play, up the middle. He'll break free and about a nine-yard gain on the play. The Saints not having no answer there on the interior line. They must have seen something. So Taddy will title him up, and it will be – they're going to give him a first down on the spot there. I didn't see that one coming. So no. this first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's Primary Care, Urgent Care, Emergency Care, On-Demand Care, the best care anywhere, on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Taddy under center, two right. Got a big pass is coming here, Eric. Yeah. Maybe He's back. Not. He's got the bubble screen again up the right side. He's got a few blocks. And Caccione will push him out of bounds at about the 46-yard line. That looks like just shy of a first down. We'll see how they spot this. Nobody's moving the sticks just yet. 9-19 left to play here in the game. Looking for a spot. Looks like they're going to say he was out of bounds early because the spot's coming back pretty far. I'm not so sure about this here. Yeah, I don't know. We got a flag. We do, and it's holding against Cacalico, so That's take them huge. back. That's a big call. I didn't even see a flag fly on the field no, out there, Eric. I did not either. Looked like a nice catch and run yeah. for the Eagles. But I'm going to say, Rick, I mean, when Cacalico got the ball back, they ran, what, three plays? First and 15 for Cacalico. And they've taken two minutes off the clock already? Yeah, in the beginning of the game, it looked like they were going no huddle, a little aggressive, and now they're trying to switch things up a little bit, taking their time. They got personnel going all over the field. So now they got two left on the far side of the field trying to get set. Taddy under center. He'll hand off up the middle, use the two guys on the outside as a decoy, gain about two on the play. Barrasso on the carry for the Eagles, 9-10 left to play. Tied up 7-7. That that running play, that running or the pass play, that was third down, right? And they did that, and then he ran. They had the holding call, but then they gave him the first down, but the chains didn't move. Like I, I think there's, I, I don't know. I'm never mind. <laughs> so I, I can't even begin to think what the rest in the chain crew. The last few weeks, the confusion that we've seen. So second and 10 here for the Eagles from their own 38-yard line. Taddy taking some time, talking to coach, trying to get a call here. I, I got to think pass. Problem is, do you want to stay conservative and keep doing what you do, or do you want to try and get it moving here? I mean, you All got they're doing right now is taking time off the clock. 8.36, but I don't think they did it intentionally because now they're running through the two, line. Play clock's winding down. One. No flag. Taddy will keep it. He'll jump over a lineman. And brought down for about a one-yard gain, two yards. That looked like there was just some confusion on what play and sign and signal they were calling in. Brought down by Colazzo and Givens. So a forgiving spot, if you will, that'll give them position 
at the 41-yard line and bring up about a third and six here for the Eagles. 8.03 left to play. We'll see what the call is here on third down. I got to think. So you're going to spread left, two receivers far to the left, double wing, single setback. Pass, Rick. Yeah, Looking for the pass it. here. Caccione in coverage. Handoff oh. up the left side, brought down after about a two-yard game by Barossa. I, 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 you know, stay with what works, I guess. You know, you try to run off tackle, you split, and, and, we, and we talked about this in the first half where if you see two receivers split out, technically it looks like they're going to pass, right? I mean, are we getting that old that the scheme of offense <laughs> is changing so, that much? Not enough to move the chains. Looks like they'll bring the punter on to try to punt this one away. Watch for a fake, I would say, with seven minutes yeah, left mean, to play. I just feel that, are we that old that the <laughs> schemes of the all the He's offense, got the punt, kick almost, almost blocked in the backfield. It's up and fair called catch. for a fair catch at the 20-yard line is Caccione. They'll give him the ball at about the 22-yard line, and Gats is going to have to get something moving here quick. They have to strike if they're going to plan on playing next week. They took about four minutes off the clock, Rick. Seven minutes left to play here, tied up 7-7. The Saints will take over from their own 22-yard line, and you need a playmaker right here. You need you need Caccione, or you got to get the ball to J.J. Jordan. We've not seen hardly anything from Jordan here tonight. I think right now you open up the field. You, you got to, I think, at this point. Well, with this wing T offense, I mean, you can do a lot of things out of it, but you don't see guys split out too much. As uh, It looks like Gats under center. He's got a handoff up the right side to Caccione, and he'll go up for about a two-yard gain. So using that cross play, that misdirection coming around the other side on the buck sweep, and not enough to move the chains, but about a four-yard gain on the play is where they'll spot it. That'll bring it up to about the 25-yard line. So a second and six here for the Saints. Gats under center. Pichardo split out wide. Handoff right side. Caccione again. He'll fight for every yard. Looks like he'll come up close to being about two yards short, so probably bring up about a third and two here for the Saints. Not able to break free. Positive yardage, but the clock's still ticking down to six minutes left in the game. And need a big play here before we head to overtime. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, we did see their kicker out at halftime, Rick. I mean, he was kicking some long stuff if that was their field goal. I, I got to wonder if that's a sign, right? Do you yeah. get him in field goal territory? We saw him hit him from the 30-yard line. Maybe that's something that they try to do here tonight. Gats under center. Catch George A. Jordan in motion. Handoff, Luke Hughes up the right side. He'll take on a man or two. He's still driving on his feet. First That'll down. be a first down for the Saints. So they'll keep it moving here up to about the 36-yard 30, line of I mean, they only their have side. To get, to get to the 30, they only have to get 35 yards, 34 yards to get in the range of the kicker that we saw at half with five and a half minutes left. A very generous spot will put the Saints at the 37-yard line. But the clock is still ticking, and there's just no urgency. I, 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 5.20 left to play. Pichardo split out far to the left. Gats under center. Motion, J.J. Jordan. He handoff up the left side. He'll break one and stumble down in the backfield. 
brought down hard by Bryce Nash. And Nash gets a hold of Jordan in the backfield there. If he doesn't make that hit on his right flat thigh, he's probably going to the house for 60. Absolutely. And as the clock keeps ticking, ticking away, 4.50 left to play. As a coach, I'm looking for a more sense of urgency oh as, my God, myself. Absolutely. But huddle, I, I'm not no seeing huddle, it here. No huddle, something. I mean, they're having a picnic out there. Looks like a scheme will change as Trace Brown comes into the game. we got to see what Maybe the call is here. Brown will split yeah. far right. Jordan in motion. Handoff, left side, Cacioni breaks free. He's across the 45, brought down at the 47-yard line. He dives for the first down. We'll see about the spot. I think he's going to be a little short on this one. I don't know. It looks like the chain crew's already moving. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And... I, that is, oh, wow. That's one of those things as... As, 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 the, as the chain crew, I don't... It looks like they move a little bit early. I've done the chain... Once, and I'll never do it again. I thought I was going to get killed. I don't mind, but you have to watch what yeah. the refs are indicating because if you're not paying attention and you move those chains, that, that's under. I, I think you got to So the Saints up, moving quick to the ball here as Gats is up. He'll hand off right side. J.J. Jordan breaks free. He's across the 40, down to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 5, 10. Touchdown, but a flag flies. As it stands right now, J.J. Jordan is in for the touchdown, but it looks like this one might be coming back. Not sure the call here. I'm going to guess a block in no, the back. No, they're saying the sideline. Nope, they're calling touchdown for the Saints. Oh, they're telling the sideline side warning. Yeah, because they all ran out on the field to see the play. Burks Catholic takes the lead here with 3.45 left to play. They're looking for an extra week next week as J.J. Jordan, I said it earlier, yep, Eric, yep. get the ball to 31. And, uh, I mean, again, I was complaining about them having a tee time, which they were, <laughs> but, I mean, they chewed the clock down. There's, you know, three, minute, three minutes and 45 seconds left for, for Calico to do something, and... Our, our Burks Catholic's defense has been doing it. Tyler Givens on for the extra point. We'll see what he's got here. Has to hold, snap his back, kick is up, it's through, and it is good. Burks Catholic Saints just take the lead 14-7 over Cacalico. 3.45 left to play here in this contest. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here for your sports complex, the Saints have just taken the lead and brought some excitement here to this crowd I'm gonna, after a sideline warning. I, I will say, Rick, that the crowd is a whole lot different than Boyer. Squib kick, crossover, picked up at the 39-yard line. Cacalico fighting for every inch, but the Saints are not having it. It's Caccione and Pichardo in on the stop at the 41-yard line. 
And this is the stop they need here right now. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, this crowd is weird. Like, they're <laughs> not like... <laughs> so, what we traditionally have seen here tonight for the Eagles is that taking their time, driving, trying to kill the clock. Well, guess what? They now they're going yeah. to be in an uncomfortable, unfamiliar situation here now because you got 3.39 left to play and you're down by seven. So you they got to get you something have moving. So you have timeouts. Taddea hands off up the right side. Stuff. Looks like Flinton on the carry. My mistake, Barasa on the carry up the right side, and he's stuffed at the line of scrimmage. I'm not Again, sure. Rick, look at this. Looks they're, like they gave him a yard on the play, almost they're, two. They're not. They're not urgent at all. Like they're just. They're moving the a little bit quicker here. So let's see what they got. Taddea brings him up to the line. 3:15. The clock is ticking. He's got one split far to the left, one in the right wing, motion in the backfield. He's back to pass. Looks like he's going to try, nope, almost avoiding one sack, two sacks. He's going to take off and run. He's across midfield. He didn't get that first down. There Brought down no just shy of the first down by my, my account. Nope. Chain crews. Oh, boy. And a first down spot here for the Eagles. Wow. 257 left to play. We got a ball game on our hands here. The clock is ticking, 2.52 left to play. Running to the line, Taddy will bring him up. One split left, single setback, double wing. Motion right to left, handoff up the middle. And he'll gain about four. Barrasso on the carry there, brought down by Luke Hughes. And Cacione in tow. So Cacalco, no huddle now. Now they're moving, yeah. trying to get something going here. 2.21 left to play. One split left, backs in the eye. Wing left. Handoff, up the middle, Barasa. He'll take off. He's down the sideline, and he's going to go to the oh. house. 20, oh, 15, that's a 10, hold. 5, the hold? touchdown. Where's the hold? Look. There is a flag on the play here, so Eric, you may get that hold call. No, I think the problem is... A Burke's Catholic kid came in and pushed another Kukalico uh, kid because he tackled the one defender, and I think maybe Burke's Catholic, this might be on them. We'll I'm see what the call not. is here. I'm hoping not. Looks like they're bringing him back here, though. I don't see a call for a touchdown. He definitely broke free up the left side here. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the outside linebacker got tackled by the Kukalico guy. We'll see the call here. Definitely against the Eagles as it looks here now. It's going to back them up, and it will. So it looks like on the Eagles. So back to the normal line of scrimmage. Was was that a penalty from the spot of the foul? Not sure. So it looks like it will bring up about a second and it's, four here. It's where it was before. 2.07 left to play. Second and four here for the Eagles. Tight set, one right, single setback. Flinton in motion, handoff to Barossa up the right side. Brought down at about the 40-yard line, just shy of yep. the first down. Bring up a third and short for the Eagles. There's clocks there. They're under two, Clock's man. still ticking, 152 left to play. Burks Catholic Saints up by what seven. What are you doing in a huddle under two minutes? <laughs> no two-minute drill here for the oh, Eagles. Oh, man. Taddy under center, double there wing, go. single setback, Flinton in motion, quarterback keeper, oh, ball comes out, picked yeah. up by the Saints, 
and he'll keep driving all the way back to the 49-yard line, and the Saints come up big, forced a fumble, and that could be the ball game here. I, I think it is, Rick. I mean, that was huge. You saw that. Thing that ball out. flew out of his arms. What a play by the Saints number, defense number here. Number 56. I thought he was going to the house. He picks it up and Our takes senior off. Senior offensive lineman picks up a fumble. I wanted to see a big guy touchdown because yeah, then you yeah. get a big guy touchdown dance. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So the Saints will take over here. Gats will come back onto the field with 132 left to play, up by seven here. And the looks Calico like has three timeouts. Looks like the Saints are looking for another week here in the playoff bracket, heading towards the state finals. They will come out in a victory formation. No. Nope. And handoff to Luke Hughes up the middle, brought down right at now the it's ball, ball, ball control. Just cover the ball. Cover the ball. Got to hold on to it. Because you know Kakalico is going well, after the ball. You need a first down here to secure this victory. Now. Because they called timeout. So it looks like a timeout on the Flag. field here. Wait. And I got to think maybe some trash talking here. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it, big number 71 was still out there. Haven't seen a lot of, you know, penalties here tonight as we've had in previous weeks. If, you know, a little bit more forgiving. Cat, um, Burke's Catholic is a very disciplined team. Remembering playing their old team before they became Burke's Catholic. They were always one of those very disciplined regimented teams. Wow. So, a personal foul call here against unsportsmanlike against the Eagles, and that will be a first down for the Saints, and that that could very well seal the deal yeah. here tonight at Farina Sports Complex, as the Saints are up seven points, 14 to seven here with 1:27 left to play, and that'll be a first down. And this first down is brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph's. Primary care, urgent care, oh, wow, emergency care, on-demand care. The best care anywhere on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So, Burks Catholic with a big touchdown. first down here. They'll have the ball on the Eagles' 36-yard line and maybe drive one home here with J.J. Jordan yeah. to seal the deal. Burks Catholic in a tight formation, wing right. Handoff up the right side to Cacchione. Cacchione breaks free. But he'll be in a scrum and they'll blow the whistle dead. Not after a about five yard gain on the play. So call it second and five for the Saints. <laughs> he was tackled by a flock of Eagles. That was, yeah, that's that was pretty was very witty. I yeah. have to put that one in my pocket yeah. and keep it with me, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> you know, next year when we play Pops well, Grove. Right now, you got to watch because the Saints may go marching in. So. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like what yep. I did there. <laughs> we got a timeout on the field here for Burks Catholic as they're going to talk it over and how they want to finish this one up here tonight. Vernon last timeouts, 119 left to play. Second down from the Eagles' 32-yard line. Calico got to come up with something big, but that fumble was – Huge, huge for the Saints here. As a, you know, JJ Jordan I, I, breaks free. I wish free. I could have saw who made, who laid the hit, because I'm guaranteeing the way that that ball popped out, that was a pitcher perfect football hit. Yeah, football tackle. I, I, I mean, and it was, it's a quarterback keep. He goes up the middle, takes the hit. The ball comes flying out. I mean, flying out three yards in the air, and just picked up 
So Gats under center. Jordan's in motion, handoff to Jordan up the right side. Jordan's gonna break free. He's down to the 20, 15, 10, five, and pushed out of bounds at the one. Nope, touchdown. he's in for the touchdown. J.J. Jordan gets his second of the night, and that will be it here. You called it, Rick. I said give it to J.J. Jordan one more time. You don't use him in the first half. You bring him in in the second half, fourth quarter, and let him light it up coming out of that motion, that buck sweep coming around the right side. So the Saints will go up. Even more here with 1.10 left to play, and Burks Catholic, the Saints did indeed <laughs> march in on that play very elegantly as J.J. Jordan, number 31, puts him up again. Givens on for the extra point, and not looking good here for the Eagles as they're going to have a long ride home here tonight back to Denver. Yeah. Might feel like Denver, Colorado on that ride home tonight. So Givens yeah. is up. He's perfect for the night, and the Saints are up. 21 to 7 with 110 left to play. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here at Freeman Sports Complex, the Saints have just gone up 21-7 with 1-10 left to play. And this is going to seal the deal here for the Saints. We'll see how the kick goes and what they choose to do. Probably another squib kick, i got to imagine, to keep the ball low and let the clock run out. Yeah, um, as we said in the beginning of the game. Line drive down to the 20-yard line, picked up. Come up the right side is Flinton, and he'll bring it up to about the 39-yard line. As we said in the beginning of the game, you can tell. Oh, wow, look at this. Flags flying all over the field. Well, when you're losing and then things start going south, yeah, it seems like discipline yeah. goes out the window too. But you can really tell that, that the week off kind of did hurt Burke's Catholic a little bit. They started out slow. I mean, they're getting their legs back under them, and I, I, I'd like to see them go deep in the playoffs. We talked about that on the, in the ride up here and how that might now, affect things. You who, know, Who will they play? I ha I got you know what I do need to check the score on that. So right now Exeter's up forty three to eight with a running clock with nine minutes left to play in that game. And we gotta see here on the brackets of who we might play next week. I believe it's uh, I gotta see. I did have it here earlier, Eric. So Calico <laughs> Calico will bring it up to the line. They'll have it after personal foul penalty on the Saints. Calico will start from the Saints 46 yard line. So it looks like they're going to play Bishop McDevitt or Northern. And I got to get a score on that game to see how things are going there and who we might play next What's week. The, the Personal foul on the Saints brought okay. it up for 15 yards. Taddy under center. Saints changed their defense. Handoff up the left side. It's Barossa. He's taken off to the house, cuts back and falls down. That's Flinton on the carry. Flinton on the carry. So enough to keep the ball moving really well, but not enough to get in the end zone. And it might be, and at this point, it's just too little too late. Yeah. 
You got 55 seconds left. So 52 seconds left. The clock is ticking. Nobody's stopping it right now. I'm looking for a score update here, Eric, of who they could play next week. I don't have a score for Bishop Devitt. Handoff up the middle. Ooh, and a hard hit at the 10-yard line. Sam Steffi on the carry for Cacalico, trying to get him in late in the game. 34 seconds left to play. The clock's ticking. We got 30 seconds. Come on, Cacalico. Can we get, uh, you know, put the put the Trying to down. catch them off sides. They're going to move quick here. <clears throat> 20 seconds. Handoff up the right side, but he's brought down it. hard in the backfield. Cacalico's got a timeout. The clock will continue to tick. They're not calling their last timeout. They're calling. They're not calling their last timeout. Six seconds. Clock is ticking. Burks Catholic's going to win this one here tonight. Last snap. Barely gets it off. He's back to pass. Looks to the end zone. Inter Incomplete. Good, yep. And that is the ball game. Burks Catholic defeats Cacalico here in the quarterfinals 4A district playoffs. They will move to the next week. We'll take a look and see if we can figure out if it's Bishop McDevitt or not, I believe it will be. We'll come back for some post-game comments. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. Back here at Freeman Sports Complex. This game is over 21 to 7. The Burks Catholic Saints will advance to the next round. Couldn't find a score just yet, so no, I, looking I to see looking. who they will play next week as Bishop, Bishop McDevitt or Northern New York uh, is who they will face next week in that contest and then try to move forward further for a state championship here. And the Saints. Struggling a little bit in the first first half, Eric. Like yep. letting Cacalico eat up the clock, not able to get things moving real well. And at, you know, at the end of the day, coming up big here in the second half, not using a lot of JJ Jordan in the first half at all. And I said it at halftime, got to try to bring them back in, uh, bring him back into the scheme a little bit here, as it was pretty much all Cacione for the most of the game, and then JJ Jordan breaking free for two touchdowns here tonight. Uh, I, I I think. Bishop McDevitt may be winning because if you read that, 62 to nothing. Yeah, and that's it. And that was at the half. Yeah. If that's correct, we'll if see. If that's correct, we'll see if that's correct. I'm I gotta think it's Twitter, Bishop McDevitt. I'm not a Twitter guy. So. <laughs> so that'll wrap it up here tonight at Burks Catholic as the Saints defeat the Calico Bald Eagles 21 to seven. You, this has been a production of Jerry Gelluff Media and the Saints Sports Network. Tune in next week as the Saints head to the next round of the District yeah. 4 playoffs, heading towards a weekend in Hershey. Maybe or maybe not be here to help out again. We'll see if we're back again next week or not, Eric. But at this point, it'll wrap it up here tonight as the Saints came on strong, came marching in, as we said earlier, 21-7 against a hard-fought Calico team. Give all the credit to them. So 
We thank you for joining us in this production of Jerry Galliff Media and the Saints Sports Network. And hopefully we will see you again next week. Yeah. Ha and have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us for tonight's game on the Saints Sports Network. The game was brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org, in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net, and CB Realty One. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.